Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And a complete meltdown in Studio B. And uh, as of right now, we are not on YouTube and Facebook. We will be momentarily. And we'll have a full recap of what happened the last 10 minutes coming up on the show uh and we i'll get to our guest uh real quick we've got jeff nadu joining us to talk college basketball and nfl coming up later on in hour one we've got holt nailers joining us in hour number two episode two of the holt nailers show available for you to download wherever you get your podcast or check out on pirate radio tv and we've got that coming your way tonight six o'clock right here on pirate radio holton will join us coming up at four o'clock and at five o'clock coach hud greg hudson former east carolina defensive coordinator uh told coach hud would be talking some football today he wants to talk some ecu hoops as well and we will uh hit on a lot of that on today's show following last night's heartbreaker in Menji's coliseum We've got Wes Hines filling in for Shirley Rhodes. As I came on the air and told you about the meltdown in Studio B, Wes was giving me the kind of hand shaking near the neck like it won't me. And guess what? It was not Wes. I'm telling you. Wes is rubbing off on others. I I don't even touch that computer. That's right. Wes, (laughs) so far so good. Uh, The long snappers are having an issue right now. We've got a harp. We've got Sean, and we've got intern Zach. And uh, there, Alex, you want to come in here real quick for a second? (laughs) (laughs) We got to get to what happened last night. Um, But there's an (laughs) Alex. It's like he's been called into Coach Houston's office. The shoulders are shrugged. Have a seat. All right. So, Alex, uh, you're setting up the show ironic boy this is like ironic you come in at like 220 and start getting things ready and i remember chandler saying hey you're gonna have to get it ready this early it's only 220 well uh maybe you should have started at 120 so you get stuff going you get everything ready and you make one tiny mistake although it is a big mistake you ask me how to spell nadu's last name fair question i'll tell you n-a-d-u and then you type in Holt Nailers, then you type in Greg Hudson, and you realize, uh-oh, what'd you do, Alex? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's an in-studio guest today, too. That's the worst part. And, and well, and, and a, a and teammate of mine. A teammate, a record breaker. And, you know, he's been around here, grew up here. Pirate Nation, I am so sorry. You're his on the shopping block. I, <laughs> I misspelled Holt Nailers' name. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last name, right? Because the last name's tricky. 
You spelled misspelled the last name, right? No. The first yeah. name? Yeah. Come yes. on, man. Yeah. With an E. Not uh, O's. Yeah. So uh and and I Alex, I, I I got to see you work under pressure. And I thought for a while you had it. But okay, so the the software that we use to get the show going and to go live on YouTube and Facebook, Chandler has showed me how to do that a plethora of times. And I know how to do it now. So I was like, oh, this is not correct. I'm just going to, you know, go in and change it. But when I went in to change it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me change the title. And that was the whole point mm-hmm. of going back in. And then when I went back in, it wouldn't let us go live. And here so. we sit, still waiting to get on video. We're on video? Sean says we're on video. So I'm caught in 4K right now. um all right well i'm still not seeing it here we go here we go here we go all right here we go hey there you are there's that hey look old nailer's name is spelled correctly too so we are good look we 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 got over it it's 305 that was uh, that was okay um i got to see you work under now i know why there are timeouts in football we needed a timeout we needed time to stop for a moment I, got, I mean, I'll give you some credit. You were working hard. You were fully focused. I wasn't working hard. I was just trying to take initiative. Chandler, I apologize, bro. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is we were giving you too many compliments. You, you just started last Monday. It feels like you've been here for months because you've been doing such a great job. It's well, a lot you. like the long snapper thank position. You. If we know your name, it's usually a bad thing. Like, if you just kind of do your job, we don't even notice. You know what I'm saying? And now everybody's going to know. And now everybody knows your name. And how does? And from now on, we're unfortunately going to have to spell your name A L O X. Is that fair? That's fair. <laughs> For a month. That's fair. Um, Newton says we look good on YouTube. Yeah. Now. Steve yeah. says streams are like tweets. Screenshots exist. Yeah. <laughs> Eric says metaphorically speaking, that was a snap over the punter's head, straight out of the end zone. I don't know if it was that bad. That was that's brutal, man. Yeah, maybe one of the ankles and guy shanked a punt. But look, we're gonna be the defense. We're gonna bail you out, um, Alex. Thank you for you know getting uh, here in the hot seat, owning up to it. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're good I have to. No, the the worst part is when Holton actually gets in the studio, and I gotta. Yeah, we're gonna have to recap all this in an hour. Gonna have to tell the whole story all over again. Uh, Jamie says, "All I'm gonna say is I miss Joey." Oh, wow. Oh, I think Joey had some misspells as well. It's, all right, it happens. We're mo- we're moving along. Thanks for thanks, Alex. Let's get. Am I, am uh, I okay to go now? Yeah, you can go. Okay. All right. Let's get. Uh, let's get intern Zach in here. For it's a so unfortunate. This is my first time being on the main set. That can't be true. It is. I've never sat in this seat until now, and it's for the worst reason possible. Well, that's just a problem with yeah, our Jack, society. Yeah, Jack, you come in here and talk so people stop focusing on me. We focus on the negative. I'm sorry that this is your first time, but uh, well, Jamie's upset because we missed five minutes of West. That's right. He's only here for three hours. We got to maximize our West time. All right, one uh, intern out, one in. We got intern oh, yeah. Zach here. What's up, Zach? What's up? Uh, Zach, you can see each and every ECU basketball game, front row and center of the Minji's Maniacs and 
man what a loss last night yeah last night was a tough one to say the least it was uh pretty brutal let wes can you play the uh the final call here oh. on espn plus and how it sounded north texas beating east carolina last night oh, brutal it's, it's the same it's a hail oh boy wes Ball in the air, oh, got it's caught it. and he laid in it. with 1.3, laid in by Allen. Azar, and it's no good. North Texas. Hit, what was that noise Cy Seymour made there? It sounded like an oh no, maybe. What was hit it with? <laughs> oh, he got it. Oh, oh, so rj felton miracle shot we got lucky we got one from the basketball gods he had no right making that shot and for once it was like wow are we gonna get the benefit of the doubt here are the we thought the basketball gods shining down on us the answer was quickly no yeah they were not denied so i was on it immediately because i saw a great video by delaney with the maniacs and then chan was filming me at the end of that game there was a clear push-off, an offensive pass interference. Two arms extended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I was on that. Zach, you and I saw others were were more on the, we can't let that happen regardless. Yeah, nobody train. between him and a basket is a problem, especially when he's 6'11", their biggest player. That just seemed like you had to be in between him and a basket. So, and it was a, a frantic... Uh, you know, ending. There was no timeouts called it or was, anything. It was rushed. So you got to know what to do in that situation. And uh, I believe North Texas after the game said they, you know, practiced that situation. They I don't rushed. know if our defense uh, has practiced that situation Clearly enough. Not. But uh, just a brutal, brutal loss. And Zach, we're talking about does ECU play again midweek at home next week? Uh, they do not. They are back to back road games before returning home the following weekend. And you yourself said you need a break. Yeah, too much stress. It's two back to back losses now at home and a stressful one last night. We need a rest. Yep. Need to get all the bad juju out after the yep. loss last night. Um, Let's hear Mike Schwartz' opening comments from last night, Wes. Uh, cut one. Very, very, very tough loss uh, for us. Uh, re- obviously, a very disappointed locker room, uh, frustrated. Uh, just w- weren't able to uh, obviously make the plays down the stretch, and, and North Texas did. Very good North Texas team. They're undefeated in this conference for a reason. They're the program they are for a reason. Uh, they've established it over many, many years, and a lot of respect for them. And uh, just tough loss for our guys. And, uh, you know, we have, we have to find a way to, to to bounce back from this. Mike Schwartz with a uh, bloody bandaged hand. Yeah. He punched something after the game. I don't think we confirmed what uh, that came from, but punching a wall, I'm assuming. I would assume. I, I have a friend I'm going to ask. Let's see if I can get something. You got a source? I got a source. I'll see what I can do. All right. But... See what you got on the inside. Oh, yeah. Um, Name redacted asked Schwartz if he saw a push-off on the final play. Cut to. I saw Hail Mary. I saw a catch and a layup, and the film will be able to determine what I think I saw. It doesn't matter. Put it that way. And then the lamest of all lame things in sports, I saw a name redacted tweeted last night that um, I guess officials – doesn't make anyone feel better but ecu has already been told by a high level official within the officiating office of the american the two-handed push-off by north texas robert allen uh that led to the game winning layup should have been called a foul so those are 
the lamest like i, I don't even care at that point yeah well what, what good does that do anybody that just makes people more upset when they hear that the aac does that quite a few times <laughs> they, it feels like they have crazy. wasted so much paper and data sending emails and letters about missed calls yeah just wasting all of our money mm-hmm. um all right wes cut let's go cut four what did you tell the team after the game keep your head up uh, because a really disappointed locker room in there a lot of emotion uh very if frustration um because you know our guys care our guys fight our guys fought tooth and nail with a really good team um and we were right there i think we led for 25 minutes of the game or something like that and we, we were in position and we made plays down the stretch they made plays down the stretch they missed some shots we missed some shots all game long we said this is going to come down to a possession game in the last minute no surprises there our guys were ready and prepared for that their team is ready and prepared for that um they just made a heck of a play uh to finish the game and i give them the credit for that for that play uh very few games at this point have not come down to the final three or four minutes i mean we've so lost to upstate lost to northeastern early in the season Mm -hmm. you had the miracle against uh kennesaw yep uh the uh, the uncw game that was it was down to the wire yeah we just pulled away at the end pretty much down to the wire south carolina and florida you had them on the ropes both of them lost free throws finally were able to win a close one um when you took on tulsa here at home brandon johnson hitting the big three rj hitting the free throws (laughs) fau lose by 15 but with four minutes you're down two with the ball yeah that that was a disaster at the end that one got away and then uh what we saw last night so east carolina has been on the wrong end of most of these games Mm -hmm. that have kind of come down to the wire and man how long i haven't looked at the game log we were stuck on 55 points for a long time 51 for quite a few minutes yeah and we had multiple chances to score and yeah. nothing would go. Went through a stretch where neither team really scored yeah. for a while. It sat there for a good few minutes. So we scored our 55th point with 418. And we sat on that until... A minute left. Uh, yeah, uh, less than a minute left. Yep. And that uh, that just can't happen. Uh, you had a jumper by RJ, or that, a runner, I believe, by RJ with about 46 seconds. Yep. Then they score... And then we get the uh, the miracle shot yeah. by Felton to go up one, and then what happened at the end? Yeah. Mm. How uh, I don't know. As now, are you are you the leader of the maniacs? What are you? Do you have a role? I have no title. Uh, <laughs> me and cowbell guy, as he likes to call yeah. himself, we just kind of take it in our own hands at this point. Uh, the true Minji's maniacs leader, he's there, but I feel like we do. We do more nowadays, tailgates, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to rally the troops here, man, oh, because yeah. not only have we lost a couple in a row, we're going to be underdogs in the next two on the road. Yeah. We could be looking at four straight losses when Temple comes to town Sunday, January 28th. Uh, Wichita State doesn't scare me as much as they used to, honestly. Might be a bold thing to say, but just how they played this year, I just I feel like that's our one. I don't care if we're playing Wichita State <laughs> High School. If it's on the road, yeah, it's on no, the road. Especially there. They have a good crowd, so it's it's no gimme. That's not what I'm saying, of course. But Needed that one last night. Oh, yeah. Needed it and did not get it. Pirates fall <coughs> to North Texas, 62-59. North Texas 
remains undefeated in conference play. Four now. They had a good little guard, uh, number two. Edwards. He was yeah. a menace. Um, outside of that, beatable team. Like, yeah. should have got them. I was not – like, I was super impressed with SMU. I think we could play SMU – 10 times this year and would be very lucky to eke out one because oh, I yeah. think they're that good. They're the, only, they're the only team that's came to Minji's and impressed me. Really. Yeah. North Texas, on the other hand, like we should at least split with those guys. Yep. If not, you know, win six to their four. So uh, that one was a frustrating one last night. Mike Schwartz frustrated. Pirate Nation frustrated. Everybody frustrated. Russ says, Who the butt is this guy? This is uh, Zach. All right, Zach. He's uh, Minji's maniac. Oh, yeah. Recapping the game. Who's that guy? That's Alex Harper, long snapper, who has done a great job, and we're not going to let what happened at the beginning of today's show define you. No. You know what I mean? Slight mishap. Yeah. And, boy, Wes has got to be loving this. Usually, <laughs> Wes is the one struggling. Right. But, uh, you know what? I think that's the kind of teammate Alex is. He learned about Wes before the show. He watched the women's shirt debacle and said, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team here. I'm going to go under the bus so Wes doesn't have to. Alex, you are a great man. Thank you. You wear that American flag on your hat proudly. You are a true American. I'm just trying to be like you, Clip. That's all. <laughs> and, and, and I fell short today. I'm, I'll admit that to the people, to the masses. Yeah, and that's why we appreciate you, man. Um, where is Shirley? I think Shirley's got a, a dental thing going on, right? That's correct. Yeah, Steve asking where is Shirley, and we need uh, – more shots of Wes Hines. We'll get that. Um, Tyler said Alex fumbled a snap. Mm. Well, can a long snapper actually fumble a snap? It's on the person behind the snapper. Yeah. Yeah. He no, botched a snap, maybe. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Those comments don't hurt me, but I don't know who said it, but somebody said, I miss Joey. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt, man. Yeah. And I love Joey. I've met Joey. Yeah, great great kid he's moved on to bigger and better things uh eric asking did alex eat 10 hot dogs from warren's hot dogs for lunch <laughs> <laughs> that's the meal of champion right wes yes back when, when i ate those uh 10 hot dogs how many hot dogs have you had since then have you gone back to the hot uh, dog I, i've had four four okay. four yeah. in one sitting yeah all right zach what's the most hot dogs you've had in one sitting uh i did five in a minute oh wow We've Holy. got a challenger with. Whoa. It wasn't meant to be a challenge, but I, I did it one time in like a challenge aspect, and it was five in a minute. So, I, I mean, how close to that minute did you get before you uh, would have been uh, teed off? I, I was I was still pushing the fifth one when it hit minute. So four and a <laughs> half, if you want to say that. Okay. Sean is here. What's up, Chan? Right. What's up? How are we doing? We're doing all right. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything Even to say to- about the pre-show debacle? Um, I thought it was under control. <laughs> I, I had a lot going on. I had to go outside and record it on location with our good friends at New Blue. They got a lot of uh, uh, good stuff going on this year. Um, and then I remember getting a call from Clip Rock as we wrapped it up and uh, heard that Alex Harper was in here freaking out and he was not lying because when I walked in I, I was I had to literally be like hey man hey look look I had to shake him All to right. wake him up okay and be like hey I got this All right. you remember how I was sitting there saying it's not my fault 
Yeah. Well, and now as I go back, and I will, I will have to t- take some blame for this. Okay. And I, because I said you've been on for ten, you've been on um, on Pirate Radio Live for ten minutes. That's a long time for for a, um, a pre-roll for uh, Pirate Radio Live. So um, we. We all kept saying, "Should we stop it or start or stop it?" Start. So I had that conversation with him too. I was like, "Why not just start it over?" And then I said, "You know what? Just keep it. It'll be a good show conversation, a good show topic." And I felt like when I said that is the moment you took it down and tried to start a new video. So am I to take blame? You know what? I think we all take a little blame here. We're all going to take share the blame. And I love you, man. Alex, I love you. I love you too, Chandler. Oh, uh, this but is going to be bad. Holton Aylers is not just a record breaker here at East Carolina. <laughs> he is your damn teammate. I know that. <laughs> I just went on the main stage and talked about this. You were too busy talking on the phone to somebody. Oh! Hey, doing oh, something, doing very important business yes. for Pirate Radio Live. Yes. And we all appreciate Look, it. People, I have already... I have already given myself up to the people. And a real man admits his mistakes. And he did that. And that's exactly what he did. Several times. And I even said, I'm going to have to tell it all again when Holton comes in. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Tyler on YouTube says, you know what? I'm partly to blame, too. That's being a good (laughs) good man, Tyler. Good man. Steve says, even when you think it isn't Wes's fault, just ask him. It is. Yeah. Wes taking a little blame as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach is being compared to a lot of people. Steve oh. says you look like Logan Paul. You do look like... I, uh, gosh, you do. I get that a little too much for my liking, but it's at this point, I, I'm used to it. You're like the Paul brother that doesn't work out in the gym. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you... Wow. Um, um, have, you've also been compared to... A former baseball Former player? pirate, Alec Makarevich. Somebody said you look okay. like you could be have in the Have you ever heard that before? Show. I have not. I'll take that. That one I like. I can do with that one. Yeah, Amen. I could see it. Logan Paul, big time. I wouldn't wear NC State red, but I'll take that. <laughs> Jamie says, Alex, clapping back at Sean. He just moved up on my ladder. That's how you do it, Alex. No, he's a real man. You got to fight I back. Bet. I mean, he he admitted his mistakes. He's bowed up to me. Look, respect, brother. Listen, I, I, I came off a little hot, Chandler. <laughs> it's okay. That's my bad. Hey, I do want to give a shout out to Zach from last night. I handed him the keys. Oh, that's right, yeah. I said, hey, go for it. Make content. And we had some great content last night that's for the right. basketball game. Wait, so I gave Delaney credit on that that video. It was end. both him and her. Delaney was, did great, too. They were too. switched together. She, yeah. At the last one was her. Okay, yeah, The yeah. buzzer beater stuff, that yeah. was her. So, yeah, great job by our interns last night, Delaney and Zach. No doubt, no doubt. I love the uh, I love the student section like perspective of things. So right keep up it up. We'll do. And what was not a very big crowd last night, those student shots looked really good. It looked like it was a packed house. Absolutely. Because y'all had filled up. Yeah, y'all were packed in there. And uh and it was a it was a bit of a dead atmosphere for a while, but man, oh, yeah. Menji's came alive late and, and that always makes it fun. Uh Chad says hello to the Chad Gang and PRL crew. You've missed a lot, Chad, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> Uh, but we'll unfortunately reset it at 4 o'clock. We need to take a timeout now when we return. Jeff Nadeau will join us to talk college basketball, NFL playoffs, and more. Back with Wes Hines, Aharp, intern Zach, Sean, and the crew. Back with you after this. Get it on. Living like a living with a red eye on. Looking like a living with a red eye on. 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now back to the show. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right. Well done, Alex Harper. This is how you bounce back. That is great stuff, man. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Holt Naylor's going to join us in hour number two. We've got Coach Hood, Greg Hudson, joining us hour three of today's show. More ECU basketball talk on the way between then and some other things that happened last night. I need some time to talk. I'll tell you what, let's get to Nadeau real quick. And at the end of this uh, hour, Chandler, you... As I was tweeting about this last night, you sent me a text. Yes, I did. We've got more. And I, go ahead and get those pearls ready to clutch. Uh, there were people doing horns down last night. Is it the same as throwing the bird up? Can I not do that? You can't do that on the air, man. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You can't do that. Uh, more people offended by horns down last night. We'll uh, talk about that later this hour but right now we'll head out to the pirate radio live line joining us the big man on campus jeff nadu jeff how you doing today great how are you Cliff? uh doing fair coming off a heartbreaker in Menchie's coliseum uh, last night and uh jeff uh, i've been doing a little eye test that i'll pass along for you these last few days seeing east carolina take on smu and north texas in uh Menchie's coliseum did you see the end of the game last night jeff uh, yeah, and I, I feel like if you're someone that roots for ECU, you have to ask yourself, how exactly do you allow something like that to happen? Um, you know, you can understand it in football, but this isn't football. I mean, you got to put every person back and just say, jump, you know, and, and it, it, it's not particularly difficult. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday Fun Day covered. Every Sunday, you kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a game. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Wednesday. Did I run down the guest list? 
Nah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I think I you did. did. I did. I'll do it again for those just tuning in. Ken Wallington joins us now, coming up at 4.30. Well, let's, let's do it in chronological order, shall we? Coming up at 4 o'clock, Jack Powers will join us, former Pirate linebacker. 4.30, P. Mace, Patrick Mason, former high school swimmer. At 5.15-ish, current ECU baseball players, Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins Coward. That is the guest list for this Wednesday. Shirley Rhodes, big dog here. Chon is here. And uh, as I mentioned, Ken Watlington joins us. Hey, Ken. What's up, y'all? Good to see you, man. Good to be seen. What's the frequency? What's the frequency? Great song. Great song. Great Great song. Um, More uh, questions about Chon's head before we move along. (laughs) We had a question. um, Luke says you're a good sport, by the way. Yeah. That's good to hear nothing i can do about it somebody was asking about oh steve what was your uh the size of your football helmet do, do we the football remember. helmets have sizes it's like large extra large i'm well, sure you're as a you can imagine it's probably the biggest that they offer do you remember it being tight on your head when you play no it not fit really well. they went down to lowe's and got a bucket <laughs> <laughs> I can wow. joke on Chandler having a big head because I have a also have a gigantic head. You know what? I am almost out of new era sizing. Put the bucket back. Can we just get that uh, industrial size trash can? <laughs> or you can go to Walmart and get a fishbowl. Get one of them Houston Astro trash cans. Uh, good stuff, John. Good stuff. Uh, Ken. Yeah. Do you think a player should be suspended? A college basketball player, if they give the double bird on the court. I mean, you would think, but apparently that's not the case. Right. Just a slap on the finger, and that's it. That's a little Not sl- even that. A, a strongly worded <laughs> tweet. Reprimand. <laughs> so I'm assuming the term, the phrase slap on the wrist, came from people actually getting slapped on the wrist? I'm guessing. Uh, like back in the day, maybe? Maybe you're There's acting no up way. in school and like, I, I, you hit with a ruler. You that, spanked in school. What are you talking about? That is true. Yeah. Well, y'all might have. No, I, I, I did. I'm saying thing. that used to happen though. Like, yeah, like, I remember, oh, it happened. Uh, it only ever happened to me once. I had a friend, and his mom was a first grade teacher, and she was a big woman. Oh no! <laughs> okay, did she have a big head? Probably. She was a big woman, but she was hilarious. She was really funny. She had a good sense of humor, and this was back when rooms had paddles. Now I don't remember one being used on me, but. She had this giant paddle, and on it, it said, well, it's not going to be as funny if you don't know the name, but anyway, it said Big Mac on it, mm. and it was ginormous, and I guess it was enough to make kids act right. I mean, that's intimidating. Yeah. When I was uh, in fourth and fifth grade, uh, we had a PE teacher named Miss Hall, and she had a paddle. Her paddle had holes in it. I was about, I was to, about, to, I was about to bring up the holes in the paddle. I was yeah, just about to but ask about here's the, holes. the thing. Every child that got paddled with that thing, they had to sign it. Mm, so mm, she would walk up and down the hall with this paddle, and it was just covered in signatures. And you just knew you did not want to step out of line with this. And she probably was like, "Hey, so and so, your name's not on here, not yet." Yeah. <laughs> I only got paddled once in school, and that was more than enough because it got back to my mom that I got paddled in school. So I got it worse when I got home the so double paddle i never i only had that one time tyler said we had a paddle with holes in it at high school high school you're paddling high school no, kids? i, I, I remember in middle school middle school is where it stopped what's yeah. the yeah, deal with the holes yeah. 
What, what are the holes? It do? makes it go fa- go faster because yeah, there's, there's the no less friction. aerodynamic, less, less wind resistant. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, so yeah, I'm sure maybe that was like the weakest penalty you could get back in the day is a slap on the wrist. Maybe like, with right. like a ruler, like from break it out. Yep. Yeah. I think people up north, like we are familiar with the paddle. <coughs> down here but i think up there they are familiar with like throwing bricks well um, <laughs> I think if, you're, if you had an eagles fan as a teacher you'd bend over and they'd chunk batteries <laughs> exactly. your or i pop, think they did do the the ruler on the wrist thing though i think that's yeah, yeah. uh tyler, say like it maybe like a at a catholic school like, like catholic schools i've like, heard that yes. that's their form of punishment. nuns will go at you with a ruler yes mm. Chad says I was paddled in school, but they made my mom come do it. Oh wow! Man. Wow! Here you go, Mama. <laughs> Not to get too much into Chad's life, but Chad, uh, he got in a fight in high school. All right, uh, like a fist fight with a guy. Chad, you can uh, put the guy's name if you remember. I can't remember, but uh, after like Chad was such a respect the game type of guy. That yeah. after the fight where they were trying to kill each other. Did they exchange jerseys? They, <laughs> they like hugged it out and dapped it up. Exchanged hats. And had, I like it. And had respect for one another. I'll know, they, like, they exchanged bloody shirts. <laughs> Bloodstained shirts. Chad, make sure I'm telling this story accurately because I remember that happening. Like, I, and I was like, man, respect the game. That's cool. If all fights leave, could be like that. Leave it on the field. Exactly. If all fights could go that way, we'd be all right. We would be. No grudges. Just get it out and move on. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Let's do it again tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, NC State won the game against Wake Forest, by the way. It was a wild one. I liked your response to my tweet when you put, uh, what's it, Stefan? What was it for? Well, Minnesota? I liked your tweet. I appreciate it. Um, Ken kind of gave the story of everything happening. And I think that was the first thing I read to say, maybe I should pay attention to this game. Said wild one at PNC tonight. Keats thrown out. DJ Burns puking his guts out. State hasn't made a three. Tie game. That is exactly when I tuned in. <laughs> Thank you, kid. Thank you, kid. Raising then, awareness. Then I added to it because it's like, and oh, now a state player is ejected. Yeah. And now a state player is ejected. Yep. So you, you, had, you had me hooked. I, I missed some ejections in there. So there were more. You had at I least like Keats was, and two players. I think there was three players, wasn't it? I saw the state. Well, maybe, no, when uh, the one state guy got his first technical was also his fifth foul, so he fouled out. So he was technically disqualified, but I don't think he was ejected. Uh, Chad is asking middle or high school. That's how you know Chad got into a lot of fights. <laughs> I can't Maybe I can't it was AG Third grade. Was Chad a fighter? Oh, yeah. He was a big-time fighter. Well, yeah. He, oh, did people just try him? Nah. Because there's difference. Nah, they didn't want to try Chad because Chad's a known fighter. Man, I can't. I can't. See I can't it put it together. He's like, kind of a gentle giant now. Like, yeah, to me, that's a teddy bear. That's not a. That's not a vicious man. <laughs> just, no, there's no vicious. But don't thing. test him. I just didn't know if people were like trying to try, try him, and he was like, "Nah, you, you people are not stepping over the line." Chad, we need to get you on for a Titan segment next off season, and we'll talk yeah, about fight. your no. We're just talking about his fights. fights. <laughs> we're talking about his record. We're breaking down every fight. He was just very aggressive. He was a big uh, habitual again. line stepper. <laughs> he was a big foul out guy, like in basketball. Now that I like. Big fouler. I respect that. Hacker did type you, of guy. Did you ever get in a fight? Um, Not in school. You get in a church fight? Nah. 
You seem to be tight. I was being. One time I picked a fight. I, I know this story. Yeah, and and got. I I didn't know we were going to be punching until I got punched a few times. <laughs> oh, in the face. So we're going to wrestle. Oh, this is how we're going to do it. You thought it was going to be Monday Night Raw, and it was not. Yeah. It's Mike Tyson. I thought we were going to do moves. <laughs> I, kinda, I thought it was going to be more Greco-Roman. <laughs> and no, it was MMA. So, uh, yeah, I made a mistake there. Chad said, I had anger issues. I have learned. Well, proud of you. So there you go. Very proud of him. Great, great lesson. He's mature. All right. Um, did you see Nate Oates? We were talking about that. I have not seen that. Too. I heard you guys talking about it. I haven't seen the. Well, let's get Ken's thoughts. Oh, the on. shove, the, the the mush, the whatever it's being called. It was fight night in college basketball. <laughs> so here's the Nate Oates. I'll let you see the video a few times. Nate Oates, uh, Alabama playing Missouri. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Nah. But still shouldn't touch a guy. You got to remember just the fact he's putting his hand on an opposing guy. Yeah. But it was kind of a slow push. It was. Like, hey, buddy, back up a little bit. Was the guy backing up, or did the force of the shove you know, now, make him back up? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that would determine, too. I think he's probably suspended for the season. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a bad precedent uh, the ACC is setting, though, allowing double birds. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that game was wild. Yeah. Was well, wild. I mean, what's next? So, uh, anyway, there you go. Hey, maybe we'll see some action at uh, Minji's tonight. We have seen it before. It's Jeff Anderson, one of the referees. <laughs> My daughter that was a guy. little concerned because there was some jawing and uh, bodies on the floor last game, but nothing concerned? came of it. Yeah, just like after the game, she said, I thought they were going to fight a couple of times. Like, nah, you ain't seen nothing. That won't nothing out there. Just the boys having some fun. <laughs> It'll be a lot more fun if the Pirates can get a win tonight when they take on North Texas, the defending NIT champions. The Mean Green. That's right. And they, do you know who they beat to win the NIT last year? I, I do. S- Go ahead, Sean. It's now an American Conference pl- uh, team, UAB. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Um, now, Chaz. So the American to- added your two NIT finalists and a Final Four team to the conference this year in basketball. Booyah. Yeah pretty good pretty oh yeah and memphis is still here they're pretty good yeah pretty pretty good uh justin says jeff anderson has been to mingy's a few times i don't recognize the uh you can't miss the officials by names you can't miss jeff anderson the way he high steps kind of prances down the court yeah i love when teddy valentine comes to mingy's he is a bald black gentleman right yes yes. there is a bald white gentleman that i hate every time i see him at mingy's what's his name Telly Savalas. I was told his last name was Baldwich, but we never <laughs> confirmed that. This is what we were told. I think he's like Balkan or something. Next time he's in he's he's Eastern get... European, it was Baldwich. That's what it's all the our... Balkans. <laughs> Next time he's in Minchies, we need to get a stat sheet, and it usually has the referees' names. Yes. And I want to say I saw that on there one time. Chad says, Teddy TV. Man, I did uh, – one of my – favorite things i've done is uh pa for ecu and uconn so i had dan hurley and joe dooley yelling and i had tv teddy teddy valentine in the middle and i could like hear everything going on and it was fascinating because they i don't know ken you've been up there too probably like the way 
coaches interact with the refs and yeah. things like that it's it's kind of comical because one minute they're like hey uh how's how's denise yeah, oh she's yeah. doing good two minutes later just, what are you talking about <laughs> jackets are coming off yeah what's going on that was a travel yelling uh justin says there's one that looks like uncle fester from the adams family i believe it's, that's the guy i'm talking about justin and jessica joint youtube account <laughs> that's right i don't know who i'm talking to right now <laughs> uh jamie says look up ted valentine bob knight entertaining oh yeah we've all saw that uh chad i hate to answer this question he says what was the high school ref we used to chant go back to arby's too <laughs> when he ref games in high school uh that was brian weingart's was it really <laughs> yeah <laughs> we used to give him straight oh hell. my god no. and i don't know if he knows i was a part of that he does now <laughs> but we used to somebody t- clip this and send it to him when, when, when we were at conley and wine guards would ref conley games we would kill that guy let me note that down so next time he comes you to talk Greenwood Little League. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh we would no I was, that was so bad that, you know what? I got I got a reprimand. I didn't get suspended or paddled, but we got reprimanded. Slap on the wrist? We got called into the principal's office during school where they called our names over the dang thing um, because of what we were chanting during basketball games and told us to tone it down. Chad Moore, Clip Brock, reported to the uh, principal's office. We would do uh, racist chants to white people. Call them cream puffs and uh I'm glad that's how you ended the sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only to white folks. Um man, we we would get on that was so much fun being in the uh the Conley crazy section back being in the day. to your own race. <laughs> yeah. Self hating white man. <laughs> uh John says the Tim Floyd ejection during the UTEP game lives rent free in yes, my brain. I remember that, dude. That was ridiculous. They had the police go out there and get Which him. they didn't have to do. That was way overkill. I, I even thought that at the time, like, okay, Tim Floyd's going to leave. They don't need a police officer to escort him out like he's some criminal. Like, that just – and that made people go even more crazy. Yeah. Like, you got to go, sir. They, what if they cuffed him? They should have handcuffed him. Right on the court. <laughs> just started beating him. Wow. <laughs> Read him his rights. <laughs> Tim, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> what? It's a basketball game uh all right let's take a break we'll come back more with ken wildington we'll talk a little nfl playoffs and more oh i got and i was at a game where uh, i was at an nfl game at rfk where a guy gave the finger when he was ejected so i'll tell you about that story dexter manley i want to say he might be in the nfl hall of fame you know who else gave the finger save it for the next segment right after this <laughs> coming up next <laughs>
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock on Wednesday nights. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. It was October 27th, 1996. A few days shy of my 15th birthday. 14-year-old Clip Brock, at the height of his Redskins fandom, saw Washington knock off Indianapolis 31-16. to Old Khaki Pants was the uh, quarterback, uh, Jim Harbaugh. We held Marvin Harrison to two catches for 18 yards. It's a pretty good day. Uh, but the most memorable, <laughs> the only thing I remember from this game is during an extra point, there was a scuffle, and Richard Dent who was known for his Bears days, yep. uh, who is a Hall of Famer, got ejected. And I remember him walking to the tunnel and giving everybody the finger. And at the time, I was like, well, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, not so cool anymore if everybody's just throwing out the finger during games. But that was At my, least he uh, got ejected. Oh, wait, he got ejected first. He, right. he went ejection, then finger. Yeah. He's what started it. He did. Yeah. He, actually, I think uh, you said Bud Adams. Uh, Bud Adams was probably years and years before that, right? No, he was. That was like mid two thousands, probably. Really? Mm-hmm. Look at the video. It's definitely not in the nineties. Okay. Fair enough. It's not grainy. I didn't know he was still with us then. Mm-hmm. But you're he telling died me he was. Two thousand twelve or so. Okay. All right. Good deal. We're talking about the finger, folks. What's your favorite middle finger story? Mine is. Uh, Right here and uh, embedded with East Carolina. The East Carolina fan, Birmingham Bowl. Oh, yeah. at the uh, Against Florida. Yes. Red-haired gal. They pan to her in the camera, in the uh, in the frame, and she just bangs it out. Vernon Hargraves. Boom. Right there for the nation to see. Vernon Hargraves makes the play on Justin Hardy to end the game, basically, and they pan it to her, and she was not happy. Chris Cross said, you can get the finger. What finger? The middle. The middle. That's exactly right. Ken Wildington joining that? us. Uh, that is Warm It Up, Chris. Uh, warm It Up, I yes. believe. Warm It Up, Chris. Charlie's gives me the okay. That's right. Uh, has one of them passed on? Yes. Yeah. Cross. <laughs> I believe Chris is still with us. <laughs> Chris is still with us. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right. Uh, Ken, did you... Oh, man, you had to enjoy Sunday and Monday as much as I did. <laughs> the implosion in the NFC East? Yes. Yeah, it, was, it was freaking amazing. I, I Look, I was not too into the playoffs. We saw a bunch of blowouts. The only good game was Rams and, uh, and Lions, yeah. which was a great game. But, man, uh, those two blowouts we saw, Philly and Dallas just getting destroyed, put a permagrin on my face did this maybe i'm speaking you know alone here but i took more pleasure in the eagles getting demolished nah not more but Um, 
Why, why would you say that? Because I feel like it happens to the Cowboys every year. We've kind of got used to it. <laughs> That's then, just, you know, the Eagles are right there on the cusp last year. No need to beat a dead horse. Yeah, man, it happened again. Ha ha, look at them. The and Eagles the, were only three point two and a half point favorites, and only one person in America still believed in them, and that was this guy. Uh, and we should have known. Cowboys were big favorites, and nobody, myself included, thought that would happen. I thought there was a chance the Bucks could win. Yeah. I had no idea the Packers would win. I didn't get a chance to see any of the Dallas game. I was at the UNCW Delaware game Sunday. Did y'all finally win one? They finally won one. Two two game winning streak. Now, so they're back on track. Well, kind of. Uh, but I checked my phone at halftime or something, and it said twenty seven nothing. I'm like, the dang ESPN apps all messed up. That can't be right. It oh, was right. It was right. You talked to Bailey about it at all? <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. <laughs> I but, I still think, Shirley, that thing on Monday where the phone kept messing up, I, I think that was Bailey. And that was Bailey. I'm not dumb like some Cowboy fans. I think Bailey did a bit on us. <laughs> yeah, and if he too. did, I I'm mean, okay with it. kudos yeah, to him. I'm good with it. I would have done the same type of thing. I wouldn't want to come on a show and talk about that the next day. So I think Bailey got us. Speaking of NFL and guys not being reprimanded or being reprimanded or what have you, and owners kind of getting away with things, which we've talked about before with Tepper. Did you see the story of Jim Ursay? Yeah. Who was found unresponsive in his bed over the holidays. Yeah. I mean, once again, it's the question of, like, what does it truly take for the NFL to, to, to have an owner exit? You know, what does it take for the good old boys to have that meeting where the, all the families come together, very mafia-like, and decide, okay, we're, we're going to get rid of this one family member? What did it take for Snyder to finally leave? He threatened the family. A million allegations. And... <laughs> he threatened the family. He threatened the NFL with legal action, and they were like, no, sir, you're gone. You're gone. Yeah, it's, that was the deal. He threatened to expose all of them, and as a result, he was cast out. I just saw this Colts release statement. Uh, Mr. Ursay continues to recover from his respiratory illness. We have no further comment on his personal health. We continue to ask that Jim and his family's privacy be respected. So that's all they got. Um, it's just it's it's an interesting story when you consider that a month ago people were wilding out over Tepper throwing a drink on somebody and it's like look they have a fully functioning problem in Indianapolis and the league just hides it. Police yeah. labeled the incident uh, an overdose or overdose slash poisoning. Yeah. Uh, he was on his bathroom floor, his skin having turned blue. Ooh, yikes. Mm. I, hope, I guess not due to him like painting himself Colts no. blue for the game. Uh, was, he did not go to a Blue Man Group show. <laughs> um, speaking of Blue Man Group <laughs> and Arrested Development, do you think, uh, Glenn, yes. I wish you had the... Are you, yeah, he's yeah. like David Cross's cousin, right? Yeah, okay. there's a lot of David Cross. I know, I get it. <laughs> I'm not the only one that I thinks know. that. I know, especially when you go all stash. Yeah, and no hat. Yeah, it's very David it's Cross. It's full David Cross. Yeah, I look like a fat David Cross, which is not a bad thing. No, I mean, he's, he's a funny guy. Funny. Yeah, he is made to my knowledge the only movie that has Piggle Wiggly in it. That has as what? Piggle Wiggly as a brand. 
Piggly Wiggly? Piggly yes. Wiggly? What are you calling it? Piggle Wiggly? Yeah, it's, a, it's a, like a Kinston pronunciation, <laughs> I think. It's a Piggle Wiggly. <laughs> Piggle Wiggly. Um, that is the only movie I've ever known to have uh, that represented in it. And for that, I will always be a David Cross guy. Let me ask you this. Are you, are you a never nude? Is he an easy never nude? <laughs> yeah, in the in the rest of development, he is. Uh, um, great show. Have you seen the rest of development? Yeah, I, love I got it. on it way late. Yeah, so I've watched it recently. It's so. very. I mean, it's the best. It, just like the amount of jokes per second, I don't think there's another show that has more <laughs> that, jokes per it, second. Rapid fire. And they're yeah. all like they're all bangers, and the cast, er, every member is strong across the board. And they they reference something in like episode eight that happened in episode one, so you got to like keep up right, with everything. Yes. It's really really good. Got to have a cheat sheet. Uh, Eric says, "Mo money, mo problems. When you have that much money, it can be a disaster." I could say, I, I could I could see that happening. Yeah, sure. To myself, sure. we're talking about the Cowboys. No, no we're talking <laughs> about something different. We could be talking about Jerry because Jerry obviously has his late night situation yeah eric says hopefully he'll get some help but i would hold my breath i mean at that point and the age he's at does he want help like he probably just wants to that brother's like, living life Jack. yeah i'm old enough uh y'all don't worry wait, wait, about me he could have been poisoned true we could have a poison on our hands he maybe uh, uh maybe somebody's going after that money mm-hmm. it makes just, me want to do the uh the the voice from the office Steve, like, there's a murder in the, in the NFL fan, like the Southern lawyer yeah. voice. There's Pro- been a, a murder. murder. He probably wants to kick the bucket and then give it to me to wear. Self dunk. <laughs> I just want to make fun of myself right there. No. Did you not like it? Nah. <laughs> he, he liked it. I, I did not. I thought it was really stupid. Why? Well. I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah, I don't want you to apologize for it. Um, Scott says, my buddy and I always greet each other with the finger. I brought wow. my I brought my dad, a Baptist minister, to his house. <laughs> he didn't see him as we drove up, and yes, he shot us the bird. My dad says, where does your buddy go to church? <laughs> so, uh, all right. Got to know when to use the finger, you know? It's not something you can just use at all times. Got to know when to hold them. Yeah. Know when to fold them. Know when to fold that finger. Boy, can this might have been the least we've ever talked about sports and we <laughs> hardly ever do with you but talking about the bird has to do with sports it was sports because r- of what happened. adjacent yeah. yeah um what do you guys have coming up wnct channel nine this week uh the news uh brian bailey will be live at menji's big game tonight with the mean green in town mean so we'll have green. coverage of that and uh all your local news weather and sports starting at five sounds great ken thank you for Appreciate joining you. us we'll check in with you again next week absolutely ken wallington joining us when we return jack powers will be here we'll talk some nfl playoffs some pirate football and more pirate radio live on a wednesday we are back with you after this and don't walk. All I hear is my sneakers and the scratching of chalk. And when I get to the room, I hear the teacher say, Mr. Young, I'm happy that you can join us today.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Ease Plumbing, Vivo Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now back to the show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. Well done there. Smooth. The smooth criminal, Alex Harper, who has had a great show. Just had a rough pre-show. Kenny on Facebook said, Wes looks like someone caught on a door ring camera getting ready to be a porch pirate. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Can, uh, can can you repeat that again? You look like a porch pirate. Somebody's uh, looking out their door ring camera. <laughs> so, there you okay. Go. <laughs> good. It's a good look, Wes. Okay. Um. All right. A few things here, real quick. Holden Naylor's joins us in the Pirate Radio Studios, episode two of the Holden Naylor Show with the Walk-Ons, available now wherever you get your podcast. Also uh, on YouTube, and we'll air it here on Pirate Radio. Holden, welcome in. I appreciate it, Clip. Excited to be here. Great to have two uh, pirates in the house with Alex Harper as well. And uh, Alex, uh, have you mentioned your 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 mix up yet? Or all I said was I apologize in advance. Okay, so before the show, Alex has done a phenomenal job over this last week and a half. Uh, integrating himself into pirate radio knowing what we do he's setting up the the video feeds and all that uh but alex today you uh you made a mistake i did what was your mistake this better be good i misspelled your name you misspelled my name (laughs) you know i was gonna compliment you on your uh radio ad right before that but uh I think it sucked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, you're not the first person, man. So I, I forgive you, Alex. That, thank you, brother. He recognized it pretty much immediately after the show had already gone up, and then just had a complete meltdown. But we're all good now. Spelled correctly. Yeah, got it taken care of. We're live yeah. on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, I did want to ask you this. I was going to bring you up for another reason on today's show. This is not an insult, just an observation. What brand of footwear are you wearing? Me? Yeah. Currently? Right now. Ugg boots. Uggs. Ugg boots. Uggs. They're super comfortable, man. So highly recommend you getting a pair. I, I'm not <laughs> familiar with them at all, really, other than what I hear about. Bo Burnham, the comedian, uh, name-dropped Uggs in a song. Anybody familiar with Bo Burnham? No clue who that is. All right. Check them out. Uh, well. Um, but, yeah, so Uggs are... Um, for both the male and female variety yes okay have you ever worn uggs any anybody in here i got a pair you got, got a pair, pair. i probably got the same pair yeah. he does i don't wear them too much but uh I, I got a pair and you stand by them i don't wear them too much but i got a pair <laughs> i got them for christmas chandler i don't have you it. ever ugged it up no nah, i have not wes are you an uggs guy no sir get, give me something else <laughs> not a fan <laughs> all right you, you they're great they're great for cold nice. weather cold weather of furry on the inside dude they're so comfortable what are they on the outside 
Furry on the inside. Uh, I mean, dude, I don't. It feels like there should be something else on that sentence. Suede. <laughs> Furry on the inside, suede, suede on the outside. Look good, feel good, spell good. Alex Harper <laughs> joining us here on uh, Pirate Radio Live. Holt, uh, HV3, the guest on the show today. Yeah. It great was, guy uh, to talk to. It was. It was a great interview. Uh, energetic, and you know he's always himself. That's why I think people love him so much. And uh, you know got a chance to talk about a lot of things. Talk about his time at ECU. Talk about NIL, if he was going to support that, and um, kind of everything in between. So it was a good show. Awesome stuff. Uh, Kenny says, great show today, and said, yes, my Cowboys crush me i know kenny kenny got a shout out uh he deserves it and um yeah we uh sorry kenny your cowboys uh did not pull through again that they did not hold naylor show available right now episode two uh i'm already and it's kind of like sports holding hey good show but now you got to get ready for the next one yeah you got to move on i'm ready for uh episode three stanford steve yeah. coming up next stanford week. steve uh i college game day guy now scott van pelt producer and obviously huge espn personality so uh became a good friend of mine kind of in 2019 we started going back and forth on twitter a little bit and um he came to the yukon game at yukon and kind of just stayed in touch since you know i got a time to got some time to spend with him last year when he was in greenville and got to go to the game with him and all that so great guy um should be a fun interview i just remember stanford steve and the bear podcast years ago they would bring up ecu and he would always say man this guy holding nailers man <laughs> he would talk about you a lot it was really cool uh so that is coming up next week uh mark uh, alexander here pirate radio sales i thought said it best he was like i don't know stanford steve could be a jerk who knows but seems like the greatest guy ever that you would just love to sit down and have a beer with oh absolutely yeah. i've had a few with him before so i uh, <laughs> got a chance to last year but yeah he's a good dude uh should be a fun interview uh holding while you're here and alex uh if i could bring you back in a moment I, i'm looking at royal rumble odds yeah i don't know if you can actually bet on something that's oh, I'm, oh there's a way you there's can. a will there's a way <laughs> you uh who is the favorite in your in, you think first Pro- name first name is probably cody rhodes okay cody who rhodes? would you say hold not cody rhodes right now i uh <laughs> um is roman wrestling right now i haven't watched it in about a month um i don't even know if he's he, gonna be in he the is off he probably tv will be, yeah. yeah very frequently uh, he's, he's also the on, champion so he's not on this list so cody rhodes is third is who's CM, number one? Who's CM Punk, number one? CM Punk, Punk. yeah, yep. he'll, he'll win it. Him coming back, that was a cool moment, and that the pop that he had when he came in was pretty sweet. I know that my brother's group chat was going wild when he, uh, <laughs> when he came in. Now, the shocking thing to me, so Punk one, Rhodes three, number two, The Rock. Yeah. All, I feel like those odds are, anytime the Royal, because he'll get a great pop, he can come in for three seconds and then there's been rumors that he's going to um fight roman in wrestlemania so i could i could see it he go win wins that and then fights roman building up to it he came back recently for a spot right yeah he was in uh, uh, colorado with it yeah he did it in september when he was on college game day he also showed up new year's day yeah at day one raw taping other names on the list gunther la knight gunther looks just like caden norman if you look him up Look the exact same. Um, MJF isn't he a guy in a different? He's so a, yeah, he's in AEW right now. People believe that um, his contract expired. There's been no reports of him resigning with All Elite Wrestling. So people hmm. think that he's he's coming over to. WWE. I saw him in person in Raleigh. He's uh, he's kind of like the Miz. He's yeah. got a lot of personality. I was at that show with you. Yeah, dude, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, you didn't have to spell his name or anything, did you? No. Okay. Uh, Jay Uso, Brock Lesnar. 
drew mcintyre randy orton also on the odd sheet uh gunther does look like kate <laughs> kate's gonna hate this oh my but... god <laughs> dude it looks Especially like a that picture right there that one yes it's like if gunther didn't work out for about six months you get kate norman <laughs> uh caden doing a great job on the whole naylor show we talked to jack powers uh yesterday he's getting ready for his niners uh this weekend holt uh what do you think about the matchups not the most attractive matchups this weekend but hopefully it leads to some good games can we get an upset on saturday could Texas? uh could houston maybe upset baltimore could uh san francisco get knocked off by green bay I, th- I mean, Jordan, if he plays, Jordan Love plays the same way he did last week, I mean, I think there's a great chance of it. And, you know, I think a game that um, has a lot of Super Bowl, you know, power to it is the Chiefs and the Bills game. I think yeah. whoever wins that, I think, I would imagine, makes it to the Super Bowl. I think that's the hardest game that they'll have, uh, you know, in the playoffs getting until the Super Bowl is that one. But, yeah, I'd like to see the Niners-Packers. I think Jordan Love, if he plays the way he does, they got a chance. So if Chiefs, the winner of Chiefs-Bills, you are not worried about them going to Baltimore if Baltimore wins? I don't think so. Huh? I don't think so. I think um, I don't know. I, the Baltimore's kind of been like Cowboys in the recent years. They played great in the regular season, and look, they haven't had a playoff game yet. They might not even be in that round. So Lamar has struggled yeah. in the postseason. Uh, this would be the second time that the Texans go to Baltimore. The first time was in September, and it didn't uh, fare well for them. Twenty-five to nine was that was that score in their loss. Uh, Lions host the Bucks. So I don't know. To me, it looks like the Niners almost sleepwalk their way to the Super Bowl, but we know that's not how it always goes. So do you give the Lions a shot if they get by Tampa? I think San so, Frank? but I think Drew Dodders kind of got me on this Bucks train a little bit. <laughs> I saw him on the whole Naylor show. Not just, He said, screw the spread. We're going Bucks out right Yeah, he called it last week, too, and we all laughed at him, and they went in there and dominated the game. So um, we might be on the Baker bandwagon. We'll see how it is. I mean, it'd be a cool storyline. So um, I don't think that's a cakewalk, but, yeah, I mean – if they get to the point and they, the Bucks don't get there, I think you know they'll handle the lines pretty easy. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, we've been talking about how the college football carousel, and, and this happens for a reason with recruiting and everything, but that carousel goes 100 miles an hour. The NFL goes at a glacier pace Yeah, uh, as we've still got teams looking for coaches and some of these coaches still coaching in the playoffs which that would explain it um but i don't know just your your thoughts on uh, belichick to atlanta seems like a real possibility starting to hear more and more about that today how about uh, coaches staying nick sirianni will be back in philly mike mccarthy back in dallas and uh, mike tomlin was in a much better mood today at his press conference uh, as he will be back with pittsburgh so i guess the storyline right now is the coaches who are being retained more so than leaving it is yeah and then like you're talking about the speed of the coaching search man it's like in college football you know coach leaves the coach gets hired the next day it's like they already have a plan in place NFL, it seems like they interview everyone and their grandmother before they <laughs> yeah. make a decision. I mean, if you follow these teams, they're they're posting everyone. They're interviewing guys, special teams coordinators. You're like, how's this a guy getting a head coaching gig somewhere? But I guess that's how NFL is and how it works. I mean, I've seen it. it's a business and uh, much more than college football. Although with NIL now, it's you know college football is leaning that way. But yeah, it's definitely a slower pace. I guess uh, at ECU, we knew going into before the final game of Scotty Montgomery's last season that he was no longer coming back, and then the day after that state game or the weekend anyway that was when mike houston was hired so do you remember how quickly that process went as a player oh yeah i remember there was rumors that coach houston took the charlotte job you see charlotte job and then like the next day scotty got 
fired because we I heard from you know people in ECU athletics that that was the guy that we wanted was Coach Houston when he was at JMU. Um, I remember going into me and Caden lived together. I remember going into Caden's room and be like, well, we're not getting him. Like he just accepted the job at Charlotte, and then next day Coach Mo gets fired. I'm like, well, if he hasn't signed a contract, there's a chance, and you know now he's here for his sixth year so it goes fast and you know some of that college stuff man is there's there's a lot of behind the scenes that you don't know about that uh, a lot of conversations that you know take place before a lot of things make public and we we always see those stories about how players find and this is mostly when coaches get hired to a new job but players find out via social media or something because it gets out so quick a lot of times it's tough to even blame the coach because it gets out so fast he doesn't have time to text call meet with the guys but we see those stories quite a bit and is there really a good way to leave like i always hear like he i'm upset not because he left but he left the wrong way i feel like you're going to be upset regardless when a coach leaves like that i think so too i mean i the one thing i've always had a problem with is players figuring out on social media like if you tell them in person and like like jack told a great story of his coach leaving from nevada go to colorado state jay norvell and um you know he said that you know pretty much they called the team together and he was like look you know i'm getting a 3x paycheck here like this is my family that i gotta decide for and like in that position you're like yeah you can't blame the guy and especially like i said with nil now uh you know these players are getting paid some of them are getting paid more and some are getting paid just as much as these coaches to where it, it it's a business now and i mean you can't get too mad at these guys for you know going you know to the next school they're going to now firings i think the athletic department needs to make sure that teams like they know that they're going to fire the guy but the, the media doesn't need to figure out about firings before coaches do i mean right. before players do yeah uh so in that situation was there like a an exit talk with scotty montgomery there right. was, but it already made public kind of on Twitter, too. And so like, you had already known. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, well, it was like there's a team meeting getting called, and we're expecting Sky Montgomery to be fired. Yeah. And that's kind of how it was. And we actually told the story on episode two of the whole Naylor show. It was like, you know, he was on the phone that whole day during practice. And I literally remember ta- telling Kate, I'm like, is he getting fired right now, dude? And, and mm. calls up practice, uh, says, have a good day. You know, we don't hear from him. We're like, okay, I guess he didn't get fired. Hour later, they call team meeting. He got fired. So. Man. Yeah, you, you hear those rumblings, and uh, and then eventually it, it becomes fact. Uh, hey, our buddy Randolph checking in. What's up, Randolph? Said Dallas made the wrong move. McCarthy and Dax need to go. Dax. <laughs> <laughs> Randolph is a Cowboys fan and a Dak hater, or as he calls them, Dax. Uh, but it looks like Dak McCarthy and the gang will be back for another year in Big D next year. Uh, Kenny says my new favorite team in Texas is the Arlington Renegades. Uh, Holt, you getting fired up for some UFO? I am. Yeah, I am. It'll be exciting. I mean, I think it's a cool opportunity for me. Um, yeah, we'll break the news now, I guess. But Zay Winstead and Noah Henderson are both signing with the Arlington Renegades. Boom! With me too. Sweet. Yeah. So. Uh, they will be signing. They should be within the next few hours. So um, nothing official yet, but should be on the way. I, the news was already out, but you broke it to me uh, last time we talked that Isaiah was no longer with the Niners. And yep. I, I did send him a uh, a text, and I keep up with him a little bit. And in true Zay Winstead fashion, he said, I'm doing great. I'll be back soon. Don't worry. Yeah. Every time, like... He doesn't get drafted or something. He's like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm going to be there. And he's been right on his word so far. So <laughs> I have no doubt that uh, that that connection will be awesome uh, in Arlington. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. I uh, you know I had a conversation with our GM about it, and you know he asked about 
Zay, and I was like, if we can get him, go get him. And then I called him after that, and we tried to. So he hasn't fully signed yet, but uh, he should be within the next few hours. And hopefully, Holden, you're talking to Caden uh, Hauser, the new Garcia, or, or somebody <laughs> at over at ECU because – you guys, I remember talking to you and Isaiah about it. Y'all, that connection y'all had didn't just start game one of that year. It started in the offseason, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I remember helping recruit Zay, and I knew how what you know how good he was. And, you know, I don't know if we could have gotten him. You know, I, I hopefully we could have. But, you know, NIL wasn't in full force, right. you know, my senior year. So we got him. And, you know, he's as talented as anyone. And obviously, I mean, he's had a you know good career outside of ECU now, too. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm excited for next year. We seem to be getting some good transfers, some good quarterbacks, and you know, hopefully, one of the two can go out there and ball. Do you know uh, much about Jake Garcia, the new Pirate quarterback? So I watched the show on Netflix. Uh, he's on a show on Netflix, um, Title Town, I believe. He's like the main character of the show. I feel really? like I started that yeah. a long time ago. I need he's, to go back uh, and watch that. I think I believe it's called Title Town. Um, it's a high school football show yeah. on Netflix. I watched the show and he was on. I thought he was. It was during COVID. He's from Cali, and you know everyone was like he's transferred to high schools a couple times. Well, in the show is literally he came to Georgia. It's a high school in Georgia. And he transferred pretty much to play football because they weren't playing it in California during COVID. And then eventually he was ruled ineligible from that school. So he transferred to another school. So he was just trying to play football. So he's a football guy to me. So um, I'm excited. You know, hopefully one of these two kids, they both seem talented, both have experience. So I'm excited. And uh, we'll have a quarterback battle going into the year at East Carolina. How much of a quarterback battle was there preseason? We didn't see you game one of your freshman year right you made your debut game two two, against north carolina um was that herring's job was there a battle what was that like for you i it was his job i think um you know obviously there was a lot of hype around me around high school and you know being recruited being from here so you know i knew i was going to play my freshman year you know my goal was to start you know game one just because that's what i'm going to do that's how i'm going to set a mindset but you know coach mo was very looking back i'm very thankful for it but he just you know he thought i wasn't ready and you know kind of he was like you know you're going to start this year whether reed plays good or doesn't play good like whether we're doing good or not like you're a starter but I just want to make sure you're ready for it. I want you to see some game action before we just throw you out there to start and game five go in and start and kind of the rest is history. And it, I can, it looked like from the outside, it took them a while for them to trust you to throw the football. I remember you did a lot yeah. of running early on. And then finally, and you'll see uh, the record show, uh, he started slinging it. Uh, but is that what that was early on where they kind of took things slow with you? Yeah, I think so. And like, you know, it, it wasn't like I wasn't performing good. And like, I had a really good spring game because I graduated high school. I had a really good spring game, was playing good in the scrimmages in the fall. But um, I mean, I think anytime you have a true freshman quarterback and a spread offense like that, you're going to um, be hesitant a little bit. But, you know, eventually, I think my first start, I had 33 carries. And then, you know, my third start, I threw it 70 times. So they, uh, they caught on real quick, I guess. <laughs> that they did. Uh, someone asking about the UFL TV situation, Holden. And uh, do you know offhand who will be airing these games? So I think from what I've seen, I don't know exactly. I think there's a huge TV deal with like ESPN. I think there's like a couple big ones, but I'm not positive about it. No. It uh, looks like, yeah, I just saw a number of networks, um, including Fox and cbs espn so yeah it'll be available somewhere for you to watch coming up i saw you have a little interaction with former michigan panther warren saba yeah uh, is he in the ufl he somewhere? is yeah where's he they, they stayed michigan Panthers michigan's still, still a team. team yeah yeah all right uh he's a good trash talker so that'll he be is. fun he i'm is. excited to see that matchup someone's asking how many uh 
other pirates are on the team. So you named Isaiah, Noah, anybody else? Garrett McGinn. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. We got to get uh, we got to get Garrett on. We'll talk to former pirate. Planning to talk to Shane Card next week, uh, next Tuesday. He was in a quarterback battle with Rio Johnson uh, early on in his career. Rio Johnson won that job, and Shane was pissed. It was like one of the. One of the more memorable interviews, because um, we talked to Shane after Rio was named the starter, and he basically said he was pissed, uh, <laughs> but was going to do what's best for the team, added all that. Uh, but that was a case of maybe picking the wrong guy. I know Shane had a finger injury, I think, during that offseason. Might have put him behind the eight ball a little bit, but that was a case where he went in game two. Yeah. And never looked back. Yeah. Like, kind of history yeah. repeated itself with you a little bit. Yeah, he... Uh, Ended up being being pretty good for him, so he had a, he had a pretty good career. He's a legend here. Looking forward to uh, following the quarterback uh, battle this offseason with East Carolina and uh, and what they have holding. Uh, I asked Jack about it yesterday. He uh, said he was really impressed with what Mike Houston and excited about what Mike Houston's done this offseason. I'm sure you you feel the same about what they've been able to add. I am. You know, I think it's cool that we're getting a lot of Power Five guys. You know, I think we only got one G five guy. And look, I'm I'm for going to get G five guys, but you know, as a transfer. You know, a lot of those guys, if you're if you're a group of five transfer, you know, a lot of those guys are trying to move up. And in, if you don't get offers, then you decide from another group of five schools. So um, I'd rather go get some talented guys from, you know, power five schools that maybe didn't play a lot or, you know, just want a new opportunity. So um, I'm excited about it. I think, you know, they all look good. I've seen some fans, you know, put out the worry about the culture and you want guys from high school. You can develop things like that. You bring in too many new faces. It can mess things up. Uh, you have been a part of bringing guys in. I, it all depends on the guy, right? And and you got to hope they're recruiting the right guy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's huge. Is the people? I mean, you just got to trust Houston, Houston, Coach Houston, and the the culture of it. But you know, at the same time, you got to trust your seniors and your leaders in that program. And you know, going two and ten last year, you know, a lot of people thought you know the locker room would be falling and all that. But from everything I've heard, they you know the leadership stayed in place. Um, you know, those players they had good leaders on that team. I played with a bunch of those guys, so I don't. I don't think, you know, if we continue to get these guys, it's half our team with transfers, like Dion's team last year or something right. like that. But, I mean, if you get 20 guys, I don't see that being a huge issue. Holden Naylor's joining us. You want more inside stories on uh, ECU football? Check out the Holden Naylor Show each and every week. And episode two dropping today with Pirate Great Harold Varner III, Stanford Steve. Coming up next week, I know Holden's got the Rolodex ready for some other big guests coming up in the future. And uh, Holden, you want to make it interactive as well. I know you had a caller on today, so you want to uh, get the fans involved. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, Obviously, the fifth quarter call-in show for you guys is massive, and you know, partner with you guys. Uh, you know, I thought we'd kind of bring that to our show a little bit too. Not, you know, the whole show, but you know, we'll have one or two guys call in, have a chance to win. One of our sponsors, Anson Bell, is, you know, sending belts away if they win the segment. So uh, it's pretty cool. Awesome stuff. Holden, uh, keep up the good work, man. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, get that Holden Aylers podcast where you get your podcast or check it out on YouTube. We'll have it on the Pirate Radio Airwaves coming up at six o'clock. Um, Jamie. Hold on, we got a, a couple questions real quick. Let's see. Joey says, Holden, if you had a center. Oh, come on, dude. What do you say? Is it a hater? No, it's oh. if you had to choose between me and Chandler to take a snap <laughs> from under center, who would you choose? 
I think I'd go shotgun for one. I'm not a big guy. <laughs> <ass. laughs> I was a center in high school, so I will say then that. I got to take Chandler there. Yeah, but if I'm, I'm going to line you up at receiver, fullback, man. I got to get you out there and get the ball in your hands. <laughs> what an H-back. <laughs> Chris Cooley action. Great question, Joey. Better answer by Holton. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. We'll have our Fleet Feet rundown when we return. More on ECU hoops. More on Texas hoops. Horns down. When we return, Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Did you know there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. That's 252-916-9117. Now back to the show. Here's your host. Clip rocks. Well done, A Harp, Alex Harper, Wes Hines producing, intern Zach here, and Sean, Seanler Honeycutt to my left. In the house. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, fun night at Sports Trivia last night. Uh, Zach's Maniacs came in after the game. What a night. I mean, we're all uh, kind of dragging today. We had hoops and uh, trivia at AJ's last night. Uh, Sean, your team. One. One. That's two in a row for That's you. That's two in a row for me. That is. And well this done. Time, last week, we won uh, our trivia game last week. Yes, and I sir, was baby. able to give uh, Alex Harper the gift card to AJ McMurphy's. And I was able to take it home last night. The guys were like, you take it home because that's when we kind of got the uh, jump start when I walked in because I had to go to the press conference for Mike Schwartz after the heartbreaking loss last night. And uh, I remember clips saying, hey, here's the guy that might can save your your trivia game. And I was able to answer Derek Mason correctly. All-time leading receiver in Ravens history. Mm-hmm. Sixth all-time in Titans-Oilers history. You correctly got Derek Mason. And y'all won by one point. If you didn't have that, get that, we would have had a three-way tie. The for story first. repeated yeah. itself. Win by one point by naming a random athlete. Wendell Smallwood. Yeah, there you go. And who's it? Damon Mixon. Derek. Who's Derek, Ma- Derek Mason. Derek Mason. Damon Mixon. <laughs> That's my new creative player on uh, college football when that comes out. Um, so is college football coming out on PlayStation this year? It seems Are like they supposed to have like a promotion or commercial or something about the uh the launch of it this year i saw and like it, it never happened july and then somebody said that wasn't real or that wasn't accurate I, i'm gonna be honest i don't think this game is coming out <laughs> because so we were told that there was supposed to be an advertisement during the national championship game 
we didn't get one and then we were told the release date was in july but then ea sports comes out and says that that was not them that released that i mean right. the game is supposed to re- if the game is supposed to release in july i mean we're halfway through january we don't even have a trailer or any info about the game i just don't think it's coming out i don't think it's a good business model do you, know, you uh if it does come out do you get anything from that i don't see I, again the fact that we don't even know that yet yeah is another reason why i'm like i don't think this game is coming out um because i remember the last game there was the thing where you could retroactively i remember uh former ecu players talking about it if you sign something and send it in you can get like uh i don't know how many it was like 10 bucks or something i don't know how much money it was but it was some kind of payment but this is from like 14 what was the last game was it 14 14 yeah so uh anyway we'll keep denard robinson as the cover yeah yeah shoelace shoelace all right let's uh get to our fleet fee rundown pirate nation be sure to have the best and most comfortable shoes for you this winter over at fleet feet fleet feet provide solutions through one-on-one service to runners walkers everyone in between they got the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe including a 3d foot scanner that measures your arch height width and more you can go see them 207 east arlington boulevard the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for you locally owned and operated by ecu alum chris lunyon wes have you ever had your uh, foot measured yes i have have you had the arch height and width and all that have yes. you put it through a uh, 3D? No, I haven't. Okay. You got you had it on the uh the old thing, the metal things, remember them? Yes. <laughs> He's the guy. I mean, I actually had I've, I've had um gone into a shoe store and they've actually measured my foot and and I was wearing a big uh too big of a shoe uh for a long time. So Wait, yeah, so you didn't realize that on your own? You had to have somebody tell you that your shoe was too big? Yes. Before I got married to my my final bride. Your final bride. Yeah. I like the way you worded that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, sometimes you need somebody to help you out. Right. And let you know, hey, uh, I realize that your shoe goes three inches longer Do than your you foot. Do you know is. that your toe is in the middle of the shoe? <laughs> Did you know that? Well, the thing is, is I, I mean, I didn't want my toe to, um, touching the top of the shoe. And it definitely was. It was it no it won't touching the top of the shoe yeah like the end of the shoe yeah oh okay not the top but the you're saying like the, the, the end yeah the, the end gotcha gotcha fair enough may i add, this is a personal question what size shoe does a man like you wear ten and a half all right fair enough all right um eric says if chandler was just a center what would be his favorite formation to snap shotgun that is so dumb eric <laughs> even for you eric wow even for you that's bad all right um recapping last night brutal loss chan do we get your thoughts on the loss do you have thoughts um what what were we on free throws i I, that's what i was going to bring up and i say it all all the time you got to can your soups and the pirates had a plenty of chances to go down and go to the line and uh and make those shots and to be honest, if you do, you're not in the situation that you were at the end of the game. Was there a push-off? Yes, I believe so on Brandon Johnson. But it's just one of those lucky deals where the Hail Mary connects and uh, they were able to execute on the other end of the floor. And uh, it's I'm actually – I hate how the game ended, but your reaction – and I think Delaney got this video of the student section too. It was the perfect 
like summary of how the game ended. It went from all right, RJ's going to lift us to a win. We're going to go three and two in the conference to what the hell just happened. And uh, I think it all comes down to free throws, something that the Pirates have not been able to do all year. They struggled at the free throw line, and they were struggling at the end of the game yesterday, and it cost them. And looking at, so, let's see. Ezra missed one. RJ didn't attempt a free throw, which is weird for him. Look at Cam. And, and Brandon missed one. So, out of your big three, you missed two. Two guys missed one. However, Brandon's was on a one and one, right? Yes. When you could have extended the lead, and he missed it. That was huge. Bobby Pettiford, 0 of 2 from the line, to go with his 0 for 5 from the field, did have six assists, no turnovers, did his job there. But um, we need him to score. We need him to make some shots, and he didn't do it, and he had two big misses from the line. Yeah. Jaden Walker. Hey, good to see Jaden play 23 minutes last night. Had eight points. Play some at the point. Look active. I like that big lineup. I want to see more of Jaden Walker in the game. He goes one for three from the line. Cam Hayes, four of five. Sear, with an early and one, made his only free throw of the night. He started the game, started the second half, but only played 12 minutes. Apparently, Ezra was late to something. Uh, Jamie asking on on YouTube saying was there uh, somebody guarding the inbounds passer and the question or the answer is no uh, I believe they said uh, Ezra was uh, at midcourt um, and Mike Schwartz explanation to that was saying their top guy I guess their point guard could easily have gotten down the court yeah uh, if, if and, and put up a, a shot so they it forced him to throw that hail mary pass and he was able to get open. And we all know why, and uh, it just it stinks the way the Pirates lost last night because they had that one, and it looked like they were going to be three and two in the conference instead of two and three. Yeah, and again talked about it segment one stuck on fifty five points from. Like, I remember you saying that last night. Was yeah. it last night you I was said like, that? We haven't scored right, in we forever. We haven't scored in a while, and I remember looking up at the clock and I was like, man, we have been on fifty five for a long time and had opportunities, had chances at the line yeah. and on the field. And the, the thing is, and it makes me nervous too, like North Texas wasn't scoring a lot during that time. Yeah. So it was like, man, we got to take advantage of this. We got to extend this lead or it's going to come down to some hilarity at the end of the game, which is what happened. I mean, a lot of people are thinking about what happened at the end. Or what, I, what I'm thinking about is what happened before that with the, with the free throw opportunities and uh, maybe have some open shots that didn't go down. And man, I was starting to feel good there uh, in, the, in the second half when R.J. Felton was getting hot. He even had a heat check one time. Yeah. It almost went in, but it didn't. Um, but man, it just stinks. Um. Do y'all do the? Uh, didn't you bring up Stefan Diggs the other day watching the other team celebrate? I did. Can you? Do y'all watch the other team celebrate? They do that in baseball all the time. I don't get it. Oh, where like they just sit in the, sit in the, in the dugout, dugout and they they're like over the railing. Well, how do y'all watch that? I would just be like turned around, get my stuff, going straight. To the I line. got the hell out of there last night. I wasn't going to sit around and watch North Texas celebrate because they they stormed the court. Yeah, and and good for them. That was a. It was a fun college basketball finish. Wasn't the prettiest of games, but it made for a, an entertaining evening until it wasn't. And it kept them undefeated in conference play. Yeah. North Texas now 4-0, and the mean green, um, welcoming themselves into the American. 
All right, uh, coming up tonight, you've got two, I want to say, top 25 games involving AAC teams. Let me pull that up real quick on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. We got South Florida at Memphis, the Tigers, double-digit favorites in that one. We've got Wichita State at FAU. FAU, a double-digit favorite in that one. The only other game involving a ranked team, Illinois, on the road at Michigan. That's what's going on this Thursday night in college basketball. Um, As we stay with our – I'll tell you what, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, check out what national day it is on this Thursday. Coming up, Hour 3, Coach Hud, Greg Hudson, will join us. We'll talk some college football, some NFL. He wants to talk some college basketball, some ECU basketball as well. So we'll do that with the former East Carolina defensive coordinator. More to go, Pirate Radio Live. We'll wrap up Hour 2 after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of Atlantic Wireless Store Experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now back to the show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. Thank you, Ahor. Got intern Zach here. We got Wes Hines here. Chandler Honeycutt to my left. Uh, Donald said... I wanted Holton to breach the subject of HV3's recent situation. I can relate and could have brought positive leadership to the community. Um, I, too, can relate on that situation from about 20 years back. Uh, But that was not a topic, uh, but some great discussion with Holton Naylor's Harold Varner III, which you can find on the Holton Naylor Show right now on youtube where you get your podcast and we'll air it at six do we have that ready to go wes yes sir we do all right good stuff we'll get a wes hines uh check in at some point in hour three as well um because jack uh at the beginning of today's show said breakfast was question mark <laughs> and we'll we'll Mr. have to get, we'll have to get a food update from you soon uh let's go around the horn real quick would you rather east carolina I'm trying, and and what would be equal? All right, East Carolina makes it to Omaha. East Carolina makes it to the Final Four. East Carolina makes it to the college football playoff. What would you rather happen out of those three, Wes? Okay, College World Series. Wow, 
okay uh, which uh is certainly attainable we have been uh, very close to that uh alex the football player which one would you choose college football playoff good answer alex if you did not answer that i would contact mike houston and tell you to kick him uh kick tell him to kick you off the team all right um maniac scallywag whatever i mean you're there for every sport zach so which one are you choosing omaha final four college football playoff i'm gonna be honest it's gotta be a final four for me final four that's my guy right there all the way that's oh. my answer too is it yeah no way i swear i think you've been around me too long chandler i, I feel like five years ago your answer would have been college football player you're taking uh you're taking hoops over football i feel like i'm responsible for that honestly chandler is big brained because if you think about it i feel like one of the reasons why we're not in a power conference is because of our basketball program we go to a final four turn that ship around SEC, here we come, baby. I've always said that, you know, basketball does a lot for not only the athletic program, but the school. Why do we know what Gonzaga is? Why do we know some of the names of these schools? Because we see them on TV during March and on the selection show, and they're all over the place, and they're on our brackets. Look at Florida Atlantic. We're talking about them. East Carolina hadn't been on a bracket in over 20 years. And, and yeah, we're just... uh, it's a shame. I, I am shocked that you said basketball, though. And you thought I was going to say college football playoff? Absolutely. I could see you thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> but you always haven't been that way, have you? I mean, no. I, I, and I also have not – I did not follow ECU basketball as religiously. Before I got to school, and even when I got to school, I would go to some games. But – now covering the team the past two or three years and going to Menji's and sitting with you in 213 and seeing your passion for it and a lot of people's passion for it. Halftime Steve, halftime Don. Um, yeah, I would really like to see East Carolina in a Final Four. I would like to see East Carolina on a Selection Sunday. Man, and would be to, so I mean, jacked up. See them in a Final Four? That would be crazy. Um, Greg Hudson will join us in a moment. Just did his best impression of an NC State guard uh, in Studio B. He just used one hand, though. Uh, That's true. He didn't double up. Uh, Tyler said the women's was on the bracket last year. Yeah, Tyler, I remember that. How many women's bracketologies were you in? How how many of those get passed around the office, Tyler? I, I think you're trying to make a point, but it wasn't a good one. Jamie says, my favorite sport is basketball, but I feel like baseball deserves it at this point. Well, I wasn't talking about deserving. I'm saying which one would you rather have? I would take hoops. I mean, if his answer is college baseball and his reasoning is because they deserve it more, then so be it. More power to him, would you say, Chandler? More power to you. Uh, Let's see. National Day Today. Let's pull it up real quick before we take our break and get to Coach Hood. It is National Get to Know Your Customers Day. This is important for you, I think, Chandler. Absolutely. To know who you're talking to in the community, our great sponsors at Pirate Radio. Yes. And uh, you were doing that earlier today. Absolutely. So, yeah, talking to the guys at New Blue, but getting around and the people that sponsor with us right now, getting out and just not knowing about them, knowing about their family, what they like to do. Uh, so, yeah, get to know your customer day is a very important day, especially for someone in sales. It should be your day every day. It is National Michigan Day. Do you have any desire to visit the state of Michigan? 
I do not. Neither do I. It is National Thesaurus Day. I need to dive into the thesaurus a little bit. So I heard I hear people say thesaurus. What did I say? Thesaurus? Yeah. Like it's a dinosaur? Yeah. Thesaurus? Yeah, it might be this I don't know. How do y'all say the, that word? A thesaurus? Thesaurus. Thesaurus. Thesaurus? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean I've heard it both. All right, but Zach, break the tie. I'm a thesaurus. All right. Oh, we're wow. going three to two thesaurus. My favorite dinosaur. Thesaurus. I think for somebody that talks three hours a day, it's important to know different ways to say a word. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get better at that. I'm gonna try to improve upon Today's that. Today's the day. It is uh Wes. It is National Peking Duck Day. Oh boy. Do you <laughs> now I know you're oh a boy. boy. You're a big Asian food guy. Yes. Do you uh do you dabble in the Peking duck? Yes, I do. Last the last time I had it was over uh let's go going back. It'll be um, I'd love to see that brain working. Two thousand and eight. <laughs> That's the last time you had it? How do you know that? Because it was before my second wife. (laughs) It always always lines up with his wife. Yeah. I guess if you've had three, that's a good way to break your life and life moments down. Yeah. Let's see. When's the last time I... I I was on my second one. I got the brakes looked at in my car. That was between wife one and two, I remember. (laughs) I had the Peking duck that night. Uh, and it's National Winnie the Pooh Day. Okay. You ever go Winnie the Pooh style, Wes? You know no what that way. is? No. That's wearing a shirt and uh, no bottoms. No way. You don't go Winnie the Pooh style. No. All right, fair enough. You actually go all nude. We learned. No. What do you mean no? No, that you is said a it lie. yourself. When it all comes off. When? Let's see. Let me okay, take. That was no, no, your third wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Now let me let me tell you what's. We got to take a break. We're out of time. Okay. We'll get to it next segment. We got to get. I to can't Coach wait Hutt. to get with it uh, with Greg Hudson. If we don't get Coach Hud on soon, he's going to leave. So we need to get him in here. Uh, Coach Hud, Greg Hudson will join us when we return. More with Wes. Does he go when he's a poo style? We'll get to the bottom of that and more when we return pirate radio live on a thursday back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where all the locals go for Mexican food and fun. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the Gulf of Mexico every Tuesday. A huge 38-ounce lime margarita for only $8.99. Wednesdays, all Mexican imports are only $2.99 on Thursdays. It's half-price house margaritas. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and online at chicosrestaurant.com. Now back to the show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Alex Harper, big, big comeback. A minor setback for a major comeback for Alex today. Yeah. Great. Uh, I hope kids are listening to little flub at the beginning of the show since then you have been phenomenal so what about anything back? hold you back there you go we got wes hines filling in for shirley Rhodes today we've got intern zach chandler to my left and coach hud greg hudson joining us in the pirate radio studios coach hud good to see you man good to see you good to be back yeah and Thanks for uh, having me we need gonna, some intro music for coach what would be coach hud's bon intro? jovi i can dig some bon jovi little molly Cruz, pretty good all right yeah we'll work on that for next week We'll have his uh, his walk up song ready to go. Um, off topic, real quick, because yeah. I just saw this um, Roku. Wes, what is the all time? Now this is active. What is the active longest running TV show? Doctor Who. Sixty minutes. Wow, those are great guesses that are not on this list that oh, I feel like should be on this list. It's got to be that soap opera that Joey was on. Sixty minutes. Yeah, according to this list, it's The Simpsons, 35 seasons. Wow. But uh, 60 minutes. I was watching 60 minutes before that. Yeah, it probably out, outdates that. And then a bunch of law and orders. Maybe they're not including news programs. Maybe it's scripted shows. Where's SpongeBob on that? Yeah. Oh, God. Couldn't tell you. But, uh, yeah, The Simpsons, 35 seasons. Okay. Coach Hud, what are your TV viewing habits? Are you all sports? You got shows you like? Well... You know, there used to be, like, uh, my generation that you watch certain shows on. Um, Tuesday was Happy Days. You got no idea what that was. It's 2024, Coach. Right. We had I know da- what Happy Days Dallas. is. We had Dallas. On Ron the- Howard was on that show, right? Ron Howard, yeah. Then the Fonz. You don't know the Fonz. Coolest person ever lived. <laughs> and, uh, Did you have a leather jacket like the Fonz? No, on Halloween, maybe. Yeah. But uh, um, you know, you, then then it changed. When Miami Vice came on. <laughs> I was I was up in South Bend, and you didn't you didn't leave to go out on Friday night till you watch Miami Vice with Sonny and Crockett. There you go. All right. Yeah. But I'll I'll watch some. Uh, um, oh, I like I like documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, and some uh, uh, Dateline. Man, I'm uh, I, I've got it all podcast form here on the phone. Dateline, forty eight hours, all of. Oh them. yeah get into there those. some serious derelicts out there saw a good uh crime documentary on netflix i'd already seen the story on dateline or one of those shows but one just dropped about a uh, kidnapping and i don't want to spoil anything but it's uh new on netflix go check it out all right good crime documentary uh coach hud we were talking earlier texting about what we were going to discuss wanted to dive into uh-huh. football obviously but you said let's talk some hoops and i said hell yeah <laughs> let's do it uh because i was there as i'm at almost every ecu game i've seen you at a lot of games in fact yeah. i saw uh 
Dakota Maine, uh, Dakota Marshall on the court yes. a couple of games ago. And Chandler, you pointed out, hey, isn't that Coach Hud down there walking? Did you uh, talk to Dakota? Yes, it was yeah. great to see him. He's uh, He was a, a big part of our back-to-back championships. And, uh, you know, he had one of the one of the worst injuries we've ever yep, seen I was there. Uh, against Virginia Tech. I believe it was an illegal block. But um, he's a wonderful kid. And he, he came in and he was a believer when we were selling you know that we were going to build this thing and win the championship and uh and then we went ahead and got two of them <laughs> talk to him today and uh, every time you say what's up dakota just say moving dirt man yeah moving dirt right. he's uh he's a hard-working dude ain't he? he is he's always on the hustle and uh that's his personality though i mean it fits uh, exactly what he's doing so good to see uh him out there and good to see you uh out at a bunch of games this year and yeah. did not go the way the pirates wanted it to yeah. last night and uh to use a football term, uh, they hit us with the Hail Mary, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and I've been there. And that's uh but then you put the film on, you know, what did, you know, where did I blow it from the bench and you know, stuff like that. It's it's a hard lesson uh to learn, you know. But that's when you really learn some some tough lessons is in brutal defeats and that'll put a wrinkle on their brain in that situation, you know, they'll do a better job of it. But I I like watching them. I like watching them a lot. I'm I'm lucky that uh where I'm sitting right now, I'm right behind the bench, and I watch the guys coach. I watch the interaction. I watch the way the players are reacting. And that's when you see that the, the kids are really into it. And, you know, he's got their attention. He's got them believing. And, you know, the character of your team, and you can find if they're straining, guys are leaving their feet to get loose balls, diving into the crowd. And they're playing They're playing really, really relentless defense. And if, you know, the team doesn't score as much, you got a chance. Yeah, held them, uh, the opponent, in the 50s last night. And uh, you, you feel like you uh, could get that one, but the Pirates yeah. were unable to do so. Um, you do like the buy-in. Let me, let's get back to the Hail Mary thing because we had a, a famous one here during the rough years. Yes. Uh, that fans will be mad that I even brought up. Terrible memories. So you said, you have you been on the wrong side of a Hail Mary? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was not much of a hail mary as much as it was a a big play to you know to put him in position to kick the field goal yeah, at the okay. last second, but it's just as bad. What? Uh, how much do you work on those situations at practice? A lot. Yeah. Oh, not a lot, but they're worked on, and you know they're discussed. They're a big. You know that's a big part of your uh, your Thursday practices, your corrections, and then your daily must. So, like, if you're going through some situations with the team, you know you're going to talk about first the substitution of what package you're going to use, and then you know then also you know on the on the hail marys and stuff like that. It's you know it's what six foot six receiver. Are you going to put back there instead of the you know the five nine free safety, and and you work on that and you work on the situations and in football, you know I, I had a basketball mentality. I told our guys to to go down and the guys that were the not the guys tipping the ball or jumping for the ball at first. I had our guys uh, a couple of them you know take a guy man to man down there and turn around and face the guy and box him out with their chest and and that way they were they were going into him to move him away from the ball and stuff like that now i may have told him to accidentally bump him in a certain spot you know that you know maybe bring your hands down well that brings us back to last night because i immediately saw in that video you posted chandler i said he pushed off he's pushing him it was offensive pass interference yeah uh i received replies saying they'll never call that in that situation which you're probably right the same thing in football right they usually don't call how many times you gonna get the flag there yeah we tell them beat them up (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, we, yeah, 
We didn't beat a, uh, beat him up. Uh, yeah, on our that, end you know, last and night. it was it was right after you know it was right after a big shot. You yeah, know, three seconds. Everybody and, was scrambling. You know, and that's the situation. I don't I don't know what you know, I saw a guy drive down and shoot it and bank it and uh, and I think he did call bank when he when he shot it. So that was good. And but then man, <laughs> it's got to be the urgency to go back and play defense. And and you know you got to knock the pass down right there. You know, make him shoot a you know a tough shot. Don't let him drive. Uh, tough one in Minji's last night. Also, out of, did you see, Coach, that uh, Mike Schwartz after the game had a bloody hand? No. Yeah. Well, bloody uh, knuckles. Pull that up for you. I don't know what uh, he punched or what ran into his hand after the game, uh, but he was doing his post-game press conference with his hand wrapped after uh, that one last night, as you can Ooh, see. Maybe, yeah, I've seen so. those post-game looks right there. Have you ever been bloodied at post-game, Coach? Uh, No. <laughs> no, well, you know I've had a, a. I think I did punch a grease board one time and got a, a lesion. Yeah, you know, a lesion. Yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> it was uh, first game post Holtz Hud Fitch that we had a successful Hail Mary, right? Yes, that was Ruff's first game, and we had what you talked about. Our six 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 eight guy just went up and caught it. No tip, no nothing. Yeah, just out jumped everybody. That's right. So those can happen all right um you do kind of going back though you like the trajectory of the team you like anyway the buy-in from everybody yeah. from what you've seen if, if if they're playing hard and you know we knew we knew on, on on in football we knew on our defense when our big guys cj and jay ross and in linville when the when the big guys are leaving their feet you know they're into it and 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 that's that's that pays you know that, that shows me that they're really willing to to sacrifice for the team and play hard together but they're playing for that guy you know and and he's got them believing he's got a good staff you know the guys are engaged and you know they're taking it serious from wire to wire wire to wire is old man linville still leaving his feet these days for buffalo I don't think he's got to leave his feet as much right now. <laughs> you know, you know. How about that? He's still out there, coach. If That's he awesome. if he leaves his feet, it's maybe to slow the Brinks truck down and not deposit all that cash in the bank. Let's <laughs> hold on to some of it. I'm trying to see if he uh, registered a tackle or anything. Oh yeah, he had two tackles in the Bills win over Pittsburgh. So big that awesome? still getting it done. I got to find the temp service that he's using to get that uh, part time gig. Yeah, really. Hey. Um, teams going into the college football playoff hire hud for the run get just get in for the end of the year <laughs> i'm expensive get some of that paycheck uh so linville and the bills taking on kansas city this weekend that is the narrowest spread uh, amongst the games coming up this weekend coach you've got a couple of upset minded teams on saturday it'll be the niners hosting the packers who took care of dallas wow. and the texans going into baltimore so two big home favorites do you give any of those road teams a shot no no i don't not not in the nfl i just am i giving it to them no and just uh you know baltimore is is really good and, and that freakazoid's gonna play uh at quarterback so and, and it, it's just it's hard to defend and uh he can break you down just so bad and uh you know my man monk is the the offensive coordinator there and he's doing a great job yeah um as you went along in your career uh-huh. and started to see more mobile guys yeah is that would you rather face it's weird to say like a a pocket manning more so than a scrambling lamar like oh hell yeah <laughs> yes I and mean, yes 
And, uh, you know, especially in college because, you know, the offensive line is not as good as what you're right. going to see on Sunday. So there's a duck out there that you can attack one of those five guys that you're going to get through. And that, if he's, you know, taking the old five and seven step drops, but if, you know, taking it from the shotgun, three steps, the old seven steps. So, no, you can get to him. Uh, but, you know, I was lucky on the gun read that when I was at Cincinnati in the 90s, you know, Rich Rod was the offensive coordinator mm. for for Bowden at Tulane. And that year they went undefeated. Sean King. Sean yeah. King was running the gun read, and we had to figure it out fast. And right away, what did we go to? Well, what do you do on option? Because that guy's the dive, and he's the quarterback taking it on. There's just no pitch. You know, and then Rich started running with a pitch and got even crazier. Uh, one of the days we still talk about, uh, the best defensive performance we recall at ECU is shutting down Pat White and that West Virginia team. Yeah. And that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys had fun. And that was the week after beating Virginia Tech. So it's not like yeah. you could just prepare for Pat White during the offseason. You had to get ready for the Hokies first. So what was that turnaround like for you guys? Uh, it was, you know, we, we were going to ride it while we can. And, you know, we we really started that season, truth be told, you know, when we started bowl practice uh, after the 07 season to play that Boise State. Hawaii Bowl, right? Yeah. We played Boise State, you know. Skip and I talked and, and the defensive staff, you know, we made just a handful of changes, not necessarily in personnel, but we just tweaked it a little bit. And, uh, you know, some guys even thought we went to the 3-4 defense. And I was like, no, man, I just gave this signal to Zach Slate and that made him stand up. And we just did a little things that helped us play a little bit better, a little bit faster. And then, you know, Virginia Tech, you know, for some reason we have their number. You know, we just played well against those guys. And, you know, getting we started in the spring. Well, we'd played West Virginia from our first time you know they whacked us one time up there in 07 as a mm-hmm. matter of fact but you know in our first season here you know we went up there and took it to the fourth quarter on them and then we had them again here in six and we had a, a close, close game, game until yep. they hit that that they hit that one screen on us on our sideline not that i remember it <laughs> in the fourth quarter and uh and and then we then we turned around and beat them but we started in the spring on some stuff that we did the way we were reading it and uh and it worked. And, you know, we we played about five calls in that game. That was it. Just so our guys Man. could play just completely as fast as possible. And they were running around yeah, they the were. old uh, hair yeah. on fire they, phrase. Man, they were burning. It was awesome. Uh, Zach Slate, by the way, and everybody's got this guy in their era. Alex, maybe this could be you. I, I, you can do what you want to do. But Zach Slate was my favorite uh, C downtown on Saturday night ECU football player. Had some good, some in, 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 some entertaining nights with he Zach earned, Slate. He earned it. <laughs> he did. Uh, very cool guy. Loved uh, Zach. Hey, Slate. and Zach Slate was not faking his injury at Tulsa. He was actually hurt. Chambliss was a, sort of hurt. <laughs> I feel like you bring this up too much. You like it's he funny. who he who uh, protests too much or whatever. No man, <laughs> part know, of the game. It's like gamesmanship. It's like a gotcha. Yeah, you no, know, gotcha. Hey, that had nothing to do with their seven turnovers, right? That Tulsa had no, that day. Was that beautiful, man? It was. It was. It was. A, it was a lot of fun. Chandler, do you had? Did you have a favorite pirate to see downtown during your uh, school days? Um, 
don't know why we're calling these guys out like this. I know Noah Han- Noah Henderson. Who was Frank Big the Noah. Tank down there? <laughs> Frank the Tank. <laughs> I would see Noah quite a bit. Alex, are you a uh, downtown legend? You're more of a no, not a legend. Yeah. I mean, I, I go downtown, or I've been downtown, you know, my fair share. But hey, snap me a beer, man. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I do want to give a quick shout out though, since we're talking about this specific topic yeah a shout out to holton aylers man because it was i had just transferred here it was literally my first week on campus and me and my girlfriend were like let's just go downtown and see like i had literally only been to one team meeting and holton saw me in the bar and was like dude what's up man you're the new long snapper right and we got (laughs) and he like talked to me for a good like half hour and we hung out for a while I was just like, you know, he doesn't have to do that. Like, that dude is going to get a statue built of him <laughs> in this town, and he's spending that time to talk to me. So, I know you were going to ask me who my downtown legend is, Holton. <laughs> did, did they ever have you do tackling drills with the linebackers? No. Why? Uh, well, I mean, well, like in practice? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do some tackling stuff. It's, we do, like, tackling circuits, like, on pads and stuff. Uh-huh. We don't really do, like, Oklahoma drills and stuff like well, that. Well, no, not those. Those are yeah, outlawed. But, I mean, yeah, I do some. Did you, did you, did some. they ever have you line up and you give the you know give the offense a look where you take a couple hits and stuff like that? Uh, I'll tell you what. When we do special teams, I hold a bag for – and that's, like, yeah. some dudes. You were the starting long man. snapper. Yeah. So what would they yeah. have done if you got hurt in a holding a bag? probably just got someone else to do it well they got like somebody's gonna get fired (laughs) (laughs) you got like three or four on the team right in a normal year now it seems like we actually don't anymore we had two leave you got some position players are you uh, you the last man standing no it is me and my buddy trip smith oh yeah are all that is left cancer survivor that's right what a guy man coach hud how much respect do you give the long snapper of a football team uh a lot. All you right. don't have to lie. No, I, no. <laughs> you had a, you had a good Why one. not? I mean, he blows it. We lose. You had a good one with Wilson Rayner. You know what? He was good. And Wilson, he did a lot of tackling drills. Wilson Rayner is one of my coaches. Wait, then he got hurt. When I got, he got hurt at uh, against Kentucky or Arkansas. Liberty Bowl. And uh, and he had to come out, and we put our backup in, man. And he, he threw – I was like, dude, just throw a strike. <laughs> You know, see it before you snap it. Yeah, Wilson Rayner actually helps me in the off season. Well, we I missed four Wilson kicks Rayner in one game, good. so it wasn't the snapper's fault. He did his job. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Ben Hartman, if I recall. So uh, I was on a team that won the Lou Groza oh, at yeah. Cincinnati, and we were voting for the MVP. And they asked in the staff room, "Well, who should get the MVP?" And all the guys said the kicker. I was like, "What about the holder and the snapper?" What about that? Yeah, people forget. Wilson Rayner, now everybody yells at him because he's well, that, that's an uh, why, uh, umpire. That's why I got my Joe Moore Award jacket. All right. On. You were, I meant to bring this up. You were, I don't even know what that was, and you kept bringing it up. It is Brian uh, Bailey votes for the Heisman, and you guys don't know what the Joe Moore Award is? Brian Bailey don't know 10 college football players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, so this Joe is Moore the Award group is, offensive line, the best yeah, O-line. Yeah, it's Did a, Michigan win? They No, they won it uh, the last two years, and then uh, – um, uh, Washington won it this year. I remember. Which I think the offensive line for Michigan was trying to make a little bit of a statement in that game. So. But Michigan had won it back to back. And, you know, Notre Dame's won it. Iowa's won it. LSU's won it. 
Michigan's won it. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a really neat award. I worked for Joe, for Coach Moore at Notre Dame when I when I was a GA in '93, and uh, and then I was an offensive line coach for Skip at UConn. I was I was oh, I was I on that. offense for six years, which was a complete understudy to learn better defense. And then, oh. um, but Aaron Taylor, who you know created the award, uh, played for Joe and, and at Notre Dame and. Uh, he's done some of the ECU games, and yeah. he put this together. And all, all those awards basically are foundations. You know that that's what they are, and, and charitable causes. And so, Aaron's done a really neat thing. Now the award's pretty cool. It's it's uh, it's it's big. It's over five feet tall. It's eight hundred pounds. It's a bronze statue of wow. five guys, five offensive linemen, and uh, and it's it's really getting bigger and bigger to where. You know, it's becoming a household name in college football, and that's what we want. Well, you introduced it to me, and I remember you just saying, well, you know, who's the who are the best teams in football? And you said, look at the list of Joe Moore Award nominees. There and, you go. And who's going to win it all this year? Look at the top. And so well, it was Washington, two. and Michigan's won it the last two years. Yeah. No coincidence. Yeah, they're playing in the championship. Like since, uh, since the award started, and it, it'll, it'll stay like that. Uh, forever. You like the way, uh, which you, you can get into any style of football, but you like the way the, the champions played this year, the Wolverines, smash oh, mouth, yeah. punch you, all I that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what's not to love. You know, <laughs> Even when people love you because they hate you, you know, it's, uh, it, I mean, they're winning his team in college football. You know, they won more games than anybody. You yeah. know? It's, it's like the Yankees. But you're wearing that hat today love the yankees i hate the yankees it's because they win exactly i don't hate them as much as i did in the 90s because they don't win as much well if it was the 70s you'd could get away with wearing that hat <laughs> what am i wearing today pittsburgh oh the pirates uh goes with the shirt let's take a break you we'll name come anybody back. on this pittsburgh world series team uh um, willie stargell yeah. roberto clemente oh my god no he's uh, he god passed away dave right. parker okay i do know dave parker mazeroski Kent Takalvi, submarine. I wasn't alive, coach. Give me a break. I can name the Braves World Series roster from 95. It's about as the only one they got. They won a couple years ago. One's enough. Take a break, come back. More of this with Coach Hood. (laughs) More with Wes Hines and the crew back with you after this. King of matrimony. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, back to the show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, Alex Harper, somebody on YouTube mentioned. I will pull it up right now. It was 
uh, uh, Eric, who said 30 for 30, the Alex Harper comeback. What if I told you? Uh, a lot of Coach Hud talk. Uh, Eric said Coach Hud looks like he's in the business of kicking ass and taking names, and business is good. You don't see me with a shirt off. <laughs> Mark says uh, you should have Stone Cold's music when you come up. So, good guy. Somebody compared, you know, Stone Cold? Met him once. Yeah. North Texas grad, by the way. You've yeah. met everyone. I just got lucky. Well, the chances of meeting somebody at the LAX Marriott, <laughs> and if you stay there as much as I did in recruiting, like weeks at a time, you know, you never know who's going to walk through that front door. Jamie's got a question for Coach Hood because you know a lot of folks in the business. Uh, uh-huh. He is a Hoosier fan. He said, thoughts, uh, any thoughts on the Signetti hiring at Indiana? Yeah, I worked at Purdue, and I don't have any thoughts on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Boiler up. <laughs> hammer down. <laughs> and my son's a graduate. There you go, Jamie. Spoken like a true boiler there. Uh, I, I like that uh coach hud joining us man coach what, what have you uh made of all the big names uh out the door this past week with saban belichick carol you know it's just like, a sign of getting older well i mean yeah yeah i knew those guys when they were young uh you know eventually just eventually it's just gonna wear you down and uh you know those guys you know i hope when i'm 72 i have the juice to to run a football team you know i was saying that about carol right that if i'm still here when i'm 72 if i'm half as energetic as he is i'll take i mean it. he's out running around on the field he's he's warming up before practice still out there throwing the football i saw harbaugh throwing the ball a cut of him throwing it with brady and they were just zinging it 30 yards apart just throwing ropes to each other you know well what about 82 coach because jerry glanville just got a job <laughs> <I> saw that <laughs> that is nuts. southwest Oklahoma, Some Division II school. Directional Oklahoma. That's D- awesome. Defensive coordinator. Hey, never say never. <laughs> I got a chance. <laughs> That's right. Gives you some hope. In my third in my third life. <laughs> we have seen a lot of big, you know, legendary names step down. We're talking college basketball earlier with Roy Williams and Coach K and Jay Wright, who was it looks a lot younger than he is, I guess, but we 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 are, we're quick to say they just don't want to deal with the nil the portal that stuff maybe that's true but like with saban he's 71 like he's got to step down at some point how much is the new way of college sports affecting these decisions in your opinion i think it's affecting them a lot yeah. i do because you know we used to go recruiting and then the last week of recruiting you would do junior recruiting and that was it and you didn't bring recruits in during the spring. You didn't have recruits coming in the whole month of, Jan- of June. So between now you're recruiting kids when they're 15. So you've got every class you're recruiting. So now your 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 list is, you know, tripled basically. So you're dealing with that. You still have junior college recruiting, which I'm assuming I haven't really paid attention to. It is completely taking a bump you know, to the the wrong way because of the portal. Yeah. Now you've got portal and that recruiting in those visits and all, but all the planning, all the decision-making, all the evaluating, you know, when do you have time to be a parent? I, I don't understand it. Well, I do. I do understand it. I just, I just don't understand. I can't comprehend how they're doing it. Knowing that, you know, knowing my daughter's knee deep in it at Texas A&M, running the the recruiting operations i know how busy she is and she gets to go home at a decent hour but 
getting her on the phone i mean it's like finding bin laden you just you i mean it's you can't do it yeah and it's it's i mean it's every single day and this thing god this thing you don't know how much i enjoy just putting this on mute and putting it down you know that you can't do that when you're but now when you're then, in it then you got to have the money to jack your staffs up you got to have people working all of those systems diligently there's people that you got to trust with making decisions so you can see it so you're i mean they bought a busload of people from duke just to run their personnel stuff and all that like kayla's doing you know there's just enormous staffs where if you're going to have a staff meeting it's not going to be in the old staff room even with the uh you know the outside wall the outside ring you know the outer ring about the the staff room they're doing them in conference rooms now the team meeting rooms that's where they can have their whole you know like weekly staff meeting there's going to be 50 60 people running it just like a pro a pro team yeah uh, Coach O, that you you know touchdown Jesus at Notre Dame, Purdue, Cincinnati, East Carolina, all your stops. Do you is there still a place for the East Carolinas in college football, and and will they keep the the playing field? The playing field is not the same, but will FBS still be a thing, or do you see the break off coming? What do you think it's going to look like in a few years? Um, that I think the rich are going to get richer which is basically what happens in every type of organization, uh, businesses, and in the world. And and that's going to happen. And it has shifted to where, you know, what can you bring to the table from a television market? And, and, you know, you can sell all the tickets you want and all the parking spaces and luxury boxes, but what TV audience are you going to bring to us? It'll be interesting to see what happens you know, there could be a sense of creativity to where the right, you know, I don't know how many bowl games ESPN owns. I, I think they own a number of them. It's, like almost all of them. There's a lot that they own. There's, yeah. I, I've heard in the past, now, you know, I guess I can say don't quote me on this while I'm on the radio, which is stupid to say. But, you know, I have heard in the past about ESPN's ownership of bowl games and how, you know, eventually when all the shifting goes over, there could be another shift to where somebody like ESPN you know, push together another division like they have at the one double A. I can't remember if it's what the F B C S F C I forget which you know the FCS? What, is that one double A? Yeah, yeah. I, even I forget it yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But um uh you know, another system that's like that to where now they own these bowl games and you put them together where all your bowl games are in, you know, really nice warm climate areas in order to get uh, the allure of, uh, you know, what you're playing for, where your championship games would be played and stuff like that. Because, you know, streaming and in the media, you're not going to stop growing as an organization here at Pirate Radio. So you're going to want something that's popular and big to broadcast. And if there's a way to do that with viewership and and even doing it, you know, through the streaming, uh, it, it's it's got to be, av- a product's got to be available, but it's got to be something that people want to watch and get excited about. Yeah, and as you uh, you know a thing or two about the, the growing world of NIL and things like that, um, what about the proposal with the, the break-off, the split, where I guess schools uh, themselves would be able to pay the athletes, but they'd have to pay everyone, right? Every sport, every athlete. Do you, do you see that yeah, actually if, coming? Well, that's, it, that's, just, that's what happens if it goes through the universities. You know, that's where the Title IX you know, will dictate how things have to be done, rightfully so. 
which you know right now the universities and even you know the athletic directors and you know nil is arm's length away it's there they know it's there they're dealing with it but they're dealing with it at arm's length Mm -hmm. and you know eventually you know enough of the lobbying and the meetings in in washington will take place and there'll be some type of legislation to to sort of put you know maybe a little breaks on it but the ni the collectives and once the NILs, you know, you just gave them the free market. When, when has somebody ever said, no, no, we're not going to let you have the free market anymore? That's not going to happen. So it, it, there'll be some changes and some creativity. And I, you know, Harp's, John Harbaugh, or Harbaugh was right. You know, you know, we've all been stealing from the same train. Um, the trains weren't nearly as big as they were even 15 years ago. But... You know, there is a way when, you know, for the for the players and all the athletes to, to get, you know, more money. And but it's not going to be, you know, not everybody's going to get what Shadour Sanders is getting. Just like right. not everybody gets paid what Tom Brady was getting paid or what Joe Burrow just, you know, got. But there should be a, uh, something in place to help, you know, put something in the, pl- the players uh, pockets for the effort. Yeah, and there's a lot of fans who this this it rubs them the wrong way. There's certainly some some jealousy there. Why is this guy playing college football making more money than I am? But with a, a school like East Carolina, and we have a a football player here, intern using, Alex. They're using their talent. I mean, that same person will go to the movie theater and pay, you know, money for some actor the same age to get ten million dollars for a movie. That is and true. Think that's oh that person's so neat. But my point too is not you mentioned Sanders like these guys at East Carolina aren't getting paid what these other guys are getting across the country at these bigger schools. Alex, are you a millionaire? Yeah, no. But okay. if you but why would why why should you get paid that? Why, why shouldn't he? Is what, what you're is your name, image, and like? That's that's the problem. What is your name, image, and likeness worth to the world? You know, me personally, nothing. You know, <laughs> what is my name, image, and likeness worth right now sitting here? Nothing. You know, I can't go knock on a radio station and say, Is that because our show sucks? Or no, oh, okay. but me, you know, I'm not going to go to ESPN and say, Hey, I want to get hired here for my name, image, and likeness. They'd say, See you later. Here's a penny. <laughs> you know, uh, around here, coach, you're very popular. I think around here, your name means something. Can I get a basket to hang, carry around with me? <laughs> a plaque or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, these guys at East Carolina are still kind of doing it like Alex. You you might get a little bit, right? But a little, uh, a little bit is it. A, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's more than I got. Yeah, that is your, true. To your credit, how you said, like, what is your what name, you image, and likeness worth? I thought it was nothing. So when our director of football operations gave me a call and said, Team Boneyard would like to speak to you, by the way, donate to Team Boneyard, uh, I was Boom. very surprised but obviously right. grateful because yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows me. I think me interning at Pirate Radio has brought more people to know my name than playing right. football for well, East Carolina has. And it's the perception, too, on in what people think. You know, They just see the one percenters. Right. And and if you it's you know to put it on the balance you know what the scale's like you know when you get when you get through you know the top 15 17 20 players on a football team in the NFL I know it's a lot of money still but there's a drop so there's you know you saw the running backs are complaining about the money they're not making but you know what are they worth they're going to get banged up and they're not going to play 
So it's it's the same thing. It's just on a much, much larger scale with a 53-man roster compared to 500 student-athletes in an athletic department. So it is what it is. Greg, what Hug- you see on those numbers is not... You know, these guys, you know, saying they're getting all this money. Right. It's not. Those, those, a lot of those numbers are BS. You don't have to say how much you are giving to NIL or receipt, right? There's Man, so. I, I was working at Cincinnati, and the AD called me in, and we were popping babies out left and right. And he called me in in the summer and said, listen, we don't have a lot left in the payroll to give back out. He goes, but I'm going to give you $4,000. I'm going to give you $4,000 $4, raise. He said, now, after taxes, it's this much. He said, but I want you personally make sure for the next three years that you can buy every diaper that you can for all those kids you're having. <laughs> I walked out of there. I was happy as hell. Yeah. You know? You, uh, maybe you came uh, 32, 30 years too early, Coach. If you were a little <laughs> later, uh would have been a little different. You Man, afford, I got uh, five bucks. You could afford <laughs> golden diapers maybe down these days. I don't know. Uh, let's take another break. We'll come back more with Coach Hud, Greg Hudson. Yeah. Great discussion here. If you got a question, you can get it in. Facebook, YouTube, and X. More to go. Jamie is really butthurt about the Boiler Down and Indiana talk a moment ago. Uh, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of that unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Metaspa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 952-1406 or visiting beautysparmetaspa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now back to the show. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Can you hit the name of the company one more time there? Yeah, because I want to write it down. I got to go there. Bar Metaspa. <laughs> Beauty, com. Is there beauty, a beauty on it? Beauty. Uh, beautybarmedispa.com. Okay, thank you. My apologies. Beauty Bar. Wes, you go there? No, sir, I don't. Wes, while we got you on the horn, yeah. uh, I need you, all the spots removed I can get. What'd you have for breakfast? Uh, I had a chicken biscuit. That's I it? The, I eat the biscuits and then I eat the chicken. Oh, you separate? Absolutely. Huh. I've been doing that since 1991. <laughs> Marriage what, number what? What wife were you on? <laughs> he was probably in high school. I was still in high school, correct. So previous to 91, you were uh, going both at the same time. The whole sandwich. No, I've never. Uh, I, mean, I didn't never eat a chicken biscuit before right. then. Right. Is the crumb ratio higher falling in your lap when you do it that way? <laughs> it's a great question. It's, uh, you eat them in your car? 
Yeah. I guarantee it. It like, <laughs> looked like it snowed about two inches in the car. <laughs> it's got a biscuit snowman oh, riding with him in the seat. Uh, you need a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, um, any, what, what, uh, what are the plans for the evening? What do you uh, got tonight? I got to hear this. I want Thirsty hit. Thursday. Uh, Downtown. No. West the tank. No, I'm gonna head to the house. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go. I got a trip on on Saturday, so I better be re- getting ready for that. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to Annapolis, Maryland on on Saturday. All right. Oh, it's oh, nice up there. What a beautiful place. Nice. <laughs> Home of the Naval Academy. Nice. Yeah, it's great to be there. Unless you're playing defense against Navy and they're running the triple. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that, that what uh, sucks? <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for dinner? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll find out. What, whatever the wife says. There you go. All right, Crab Wes. Cakes. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, that'll get you ready for your trip. Good yeah. call. Eric says, Clip, can you ask Coach Hud what exactly is a boilermaker? I thought it was just a drink to bury the hatchet with sea bass and the fellas. Is a dumb and dumber reference. What is a boilermaker? Well, they weren't worked in the boiler room. You know, All right. with the hard hat on and the, and the hammer. You know, there's a big statue of it if you Google Purdue University. And, and they have a creepy it. mascot. You know, he's got a big melon. You know, running around after you. Did you Did you ever run into Breeze while coaching up there? Yeah, I was lucky enough to go out to Southern California where he lived, and we were part of a uh, a fundraiser. Uh, where they rallied the troops. I mean, uh, Mitch Daniels, our president, you know, the AD, some uh, the board of trustees. It was a really big event. It's not a lot of people, but the head coach, the offensive coordinator, um, uh, John Shoup, you guys remember from Carolina, and then uh, myself, we went out there, and we gave a presentation to the board of the direction we were going and trying to go in football, and it was all to build – uh, the new facility, which is there now, which they built, I think at the time was uh, 60, 60 something million, 68 million maybe. And Drew Brees was the first one to write a check. And uh, he, it, you know, he got that started. And Mitch Daniels, the president, and the guy, I can't remember his name, who was who's the head of the board of trustees, you know, they had the vision and the foresight to see you better do that with what's coming. And you look at what's going on now. If you don't have the brick and mortar, you got no chance. Yeah, you have been at some awesome places with some just legends of the game. Where, where's Gene Cady on your list of legends? You've you know, well, as a guy in your with, life, you know, a guy with a receding hairline like myself, you know, bald headed <laughs> guy. He's got the greatest comb over ever. He had that thing dark and it late never, in the years, and it never moved. Never, but, never moved. You know, that's one guy who had some battles. Purdue, Indiana basketball when they're going head to head is a big deal back there in the midwest it's you know like it's tobacco row here you know they really have some battles and and one guy that bobby knight thought the world of was gene katie and you know that tells me a lot because you know bobby knight <coughs> can be pretty critical and, and i'm a knight fan god rest his soul but you know gene katie's a uh he's a legend and, and he's a he's a, he's been really good for college basketball all those years and helped make it what it is today and uh, Coach Hud, you said your dad was a, a big basketball, oh, basketball guy. Born and you in, yourself was. You uh, know, uh, Russell Springs, Kentucky. You know, my dad grew up with, you know, Kentucky basketball. And then moving to Cincinnati at a time when, you know, in the 60s, you know, UC basketball, when they won the, you know, back-to-back championships and then they blew the third one, they lost to Ohio State. Uh, 
big O. Oscar Robinson, oh, okay. yeah. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati basketball was, you know, a, a powerhouse at the time in, in the 60s. And so was Ohio State with the sixth man of those championships teams being Bobby Knight. So my dad was, uh, God rest his soul, my dad was, uh, I can remember basketball being on uh, and watching uh, uh, the Al McGuire's Al McGuire show and stuff like that on, on basketball. So uh, that's, you know, I was the, believe it or not, that's the sport that I loved to play. That was my favorite sport to play was basketball. And uh, I played for some great coaches. I played for Dan Ragland back at, in Cincinnati and uh, learned a lot from, you know, that, that game. Good stuff with Greg Hudson today. Wes, do we have another break? We got one more. Let's get it, and we'll come back and wrap it up with Coach Hud and the crew after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Fish Street Hardware Restaurant and Taproom is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fifth Street Hardware serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Taproom on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street, beside the State Theater, Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Taproom. I will now give it to Wes for the Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. Thank you, sir. And the Dow Jones Oak uh, closed today at 202 at 37000 469. The Nasdaq closed at 200 at 15,056. And the SP 500 closed 42 points higher at 4,781. On your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report, for a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 7. <laughs> I got a feeling I just lost every nickel I had in that thing. <laughs> I'm afraid to look. All right. My God. I love it. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, Wes. How much is gas right now, Wes? Uh, (laughs) 2,001. Believe it or not. I, I saw a place today. It was hit, cut the music, two, Wes. It was 266. Oh, man. Oh. I need to hit up that spot. Yeah. Uh, coach Hud, my team yeah. and Chandler's NFL team needs a coach. Uh, Belichick, Harbaugh, Vrabel. Who's, uh, what's the order there? Who you want? Skip Holtz with back-to-back championships in Birmingham, baby. All right. Hire the Birmingham Stallions coach. As long as you're Skip the defensive Holtz. coordinator. Come yeah, on. there you go. And as, as long as Rick Smith's on board, too. Oh, hell yeah. We need Coach Smith. Somebody's going to get ripped. Chandler does a little Coach Smith. Chandler? Well, if Jerry Glanville's coaching, I might as well get jumped back into it. <laughs> Greg, he's looking at me and go, Greg, Greg, these boys don't want to practice. They just want to run. Greg, they don't want to practice. They're talking to you. They just want to run. 
Coach Hood, always enjoy it, man. We'll uh, catch up with you again soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. Alex, great bounce back. Appreciate it. Zach, thank you. Sean, we'll see you tomorrow. And Wes. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time. Pirates. Right, buddy. Great work, man. Boiler up, hammer down, hail Purdue. There we my go. boy from Indiana. Uh, that was for you out there, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, we'll take a one-day timeout. Come back with you Friday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For the crew, I'm Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.